going through your mind about getting back in the ring with Big Van Vader? When you step in the ring with Big Van Vader, a lot of things go through your mind. It's been a very big week for me. A week of high mountains and low valleys. You understand? The biggest win of my career, but the worst beating of my life. So now you step in the ring again with Big Van Vader and lots of things are flashing through my mind. The cheers of the fans, it's something new. Something I need to get used to. Fear. Fear's nothing new in my life, you understand? My fear is okay. What I'm gonna do out here may surprise a lot of people. I'm gonna talk about something very uncactus jackish. What I'm talking about is my family. People may find it hard to understand, but I got a, a wife and a little baby boy who think their dad's about the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> and when I stepped out of that hospital, when I stepped out of that hospital, I saw something in their eyes I'd never seen before. It was fear. It was a look saying, Daddy, Daddy, don't climb back in the ring with Big Van Vader because he did this to me. He did this to me. But I've got to, you see, this thing's way above me. It's way above Big Van Vader. It's above anything I've ever taken part in. I've got to do it, but Vader, win, lose, or draw, this is the last time. If you can take me out, if you can put Cactus Jack down, then you do it. You've got my respect, you've got my awe, but I've got something that very few people do. A win over the world champion! So tonight, Big Van Vader, rest assured, as I hold on to the things dearest to my life, I'm telling you, you hold on for the ride of your life. You want to destroy Cactus Jack, understand something and understand it very well. I've been trying to do the same thing for most of my 27 years and couldn't get the job done. Neither will you. Neither will you. Bang, bang. Cheers. This is the Queen of Extreme, Francine, and you are listening to Phil, Jay, and that pin in the ass choppy on the turnbuckle throwbacks. What this network needs, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live, live from Shaolin, Staten Island, New York City. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass, Choppy. On Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media.
Esquires. Damn you. You were hot about that, man. When Damn I got you. in. Huh? You were hot about that, right? As soon as I got in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, by the way, good evening, everybody. I think it's episode 405 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, live on the Rant, Rant, EM Radio, Rant and TM Media, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media. I'm Phil. That is Jay. Hey, y'all. And literally 10 minutes before not we went on the air. Not even. A hammer sighting. So much so we couldn't even set him up. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't set we couldn't set him up. Um, hello to everybody in the chat room. I see my the beautiful Stephanie's in the room. I see my cousin, my cousin bro Richie. Anybody seen Richie? I see the one and only Brooklyn's own, the birthday boy, Mr. Danny Milano. Hey, no, happy birthday! Uh, and um, I should play that for him. Hold on a minute. No, not that one. This one. This one's for you, Danny. No is Tito Santana. No is Ricky Steamboat. No is uh, nobody. Yeah, no guy. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so, so uh, yeah, so Hammond made a, a run in. Like it's a, it's a run in. Hey, oh, you dude, it's so hot outside. Why are you wearing that coat? Are you are you cold outside? It's beautiful out. Beautiful out. I went to I went to Costco a little a few minutes ago. Got a hot dog. <laughs> I I needed nunca. That's right, Danny. I needed nothing in Costco. I did wind up getting a fan though because my other fan's breaking. Ooh. So um, cause I use it like all year round. So I got a fan, but I wasn't there for. I just went for the ride. I really went there because I I, cause I haven't seen Steph A and B. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to get a hot dog. <laughs> I've heard of people going to Costco for less and leaving with more. So. I know people who go to Costco for pizza. <laughs> Legit, when I was when I was younger and Costco became a thing, I d- I knew families getting pizza. You are a hot dog. Let me tell you something, Matt Squires. That's so, yo, you are hot. All right, so here's what happened. So last night, I'm on. Was it last night? Yeah, I'm on the bus going home. And I'm downtown on Broadway, I want to say between Soho and NoHo, heading towards the Battery Tunnel, right? And um, for those who don't know what Soho and NoHo, it's south of Houston Street, north of Houston Street. I'm sorry. I'm talking like I'm talking to everybody like everybody's from New talking York. Talking about in the lingo. In the lingo, right? So I'm, I got my headphones on, and I'm usually the first guy on the bus because it's the first stop, and then the last guy because um, my stop is next to last. So... It's a long ride. This guy gets on a bus, older man, um, and he's yelling at somebody outside, right? Like, yo, get the fuck off him, leave him alone, da-da-da-da. So now I don't hear that part. I have my headphones on, so I jump up. There's a dude, a black dude. He's either high or drunk, and he's chasing and belittling Asian people. Huh. So he goes after this kid, Jay. He's got to be an NYU student because that's I was writing at NYU. Yeah. And he's literally barely 18 years old, this kid. This poor kid sh- was shook. And this guy's yelling, screaming uh, obscenities at him, screaming, cursing at him. Um, and so now he scares the guy off, right? Because apparently this guy was waiting for, cause the guy was waiting for the bus and this other guy was just abusing people on the corner, right, where the bus stop was. So the Asian kid runs to the hills. Runs like literally starts power walking down the block, <laughs> right? So now the guy gets on the bus. He goes, "Can we just grab this kid and take him to his bus stop?" So yeah. the bus driver's like, "Yeah, sure." Bus driver drives like two blocks, grabs the kid, gets a, gets kid on the bus, and I'm sitting next to now I'm sitting next to the guy across. I'm like, "What the fuck?" He goes, "He goes, I don't get it, man. I don't really fucking get it, man. What's going on with this with this with this country?" I said, "I don't know, man. I don't want to get too into it, but it made me really upset that these Asian people. Get, I mean, 
So a couple weeks ago for Rob's birthday, he posted. Um, I I wasn't gonna say this, but now I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Rob was uh, raising money for a for a cause for you know to, to stop the Asian hate stuff, and he had like a a, a foundation he was donating money to, mm-hmm. and he needed like thirty five dollars to complete the goal. So I donated the last thirty five. But I, uh. I, I never say anything to Rob. Yeah. Because it's you know it, it it I do I would do anything for Rob and Elaine. You know they are brothers, right? So I'm glad I did. And I'm glad I got mad yesterday because I was I did a video last night on the Facebook page. Oh shit! Okay. And I was pissed off because I'm like I don't understand this this hate. Like it's 2021, and we live in a we live in a a, a, a city with 14 million people in 200 countries. Yeah. Why would you do that? You know. And it's like why would you even? What's the, what's what's the issue? Why are these poor Asian people getting picked on all of a sudden? I don't I don't understand it. I could see. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not defending it, but I could see if there was a reason, if they were protesting or something happened, if there was like a, a hate crime or something. But there's nothing wrong. What did they do? What did the Asian people do? They didn't. Uh, that's that's. Uh, they, did they do? Did they miss no, something? No, no, I don't, absolutely I don't watch, not. I don't watch mainstream no, news no, all the no, time. No, 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 no. What what? It's uh, this is just. My opinion, I always say this, you know. The opinions of Jay. Yeah. Of Jay Cobb. This is just solely, solely of me in my own in my own little vacuum. Do not reflect the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. And Once again, and I am not educated. And it's affiliates. I'm not educated, but I am. I, I'm, I, I consider myself a pretty good observer of people. It's just misguided. I don't even know if that's the right word. Like, it's misguided aggression. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because you're right, nobody does anything. I, I but if you if you if you oh, we're gonna go off on a tangent. No, here. no, it's I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. But because well, once the once the once the train leaves the station, it's hard to stop it. Dummy. If, yeah. If you think about <laughs> it, if you really consider what happens, it, it's. It is. It's. It's senseless. It's. It's a nothing but senseless violence. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, and and how does it start? It, it's a great question. How does it start? Does it does it start on purpose? Does it start by chance? Does it start? Uh, you you know what I mean? Like, or is it just wrong place, wrong time? I it, there's so many. Um, so many different thoughts about that that it's it's really hard to pinpoint. But where where it, I I say like the the Price is Right game, the Plinko, where I where where it comes down the Plinko of life, the Plinko of life. Yeah, it's just because things bounce around <laughs> and it goes into that's way over Hammersett. He's just he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but it bounce. You know the game of Plinko it bounces around and it does that sound at the bottom. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes, it, dude. There's sometimes you just something gets set off, and it's just and and it's hard to people <laughs> for some reason feel like uh, when it's when I'm trying to I'm trying to like word it correctly because I'm <laughs> yeah 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 and uh, when when you see something on TV and you have a malleable mind. I'm trying to really. Wow, you using big words. And well, because think, and think about it. No, I, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? I like, cause I'm, I'm it, and, and you're and you're trying to and that, that person, the person trying to that decipher is, what what the what the issue is. The person that is con- committing the senseless act, and, and doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Race, race, color. Matter. I get. No, I get. Person I know exactly where you're going with this. The person that is committing whatever this act is is looking for. It's 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 deeper. They're looking for a. Um, 
they're looking for attention, not but not attention. Just like look what I'm doing. They're looking for acceptance. Yeah, that's perfect. And actually. I and that's perfect. I, I've given it a lot of thought. You know what I mean? I, I give a lot of things a lot of thought. Maybe sometimes, as Tabor tells me all the time, maybe too much thought. Wow. But I and because it's it it really is like we're in 2021. You're 100 percent right. We're in 2021. This is we are. I I, I say it. Uh, you know, a lot like we're in the upside down right now. Like this is we're just in a weird area where up for some reason is down and, and, and it doesn't and it doesn't add up. But, you know, it was a beautiful thing that you that you did, you know, donating the money to Rob. Well, I thing. feel bad. I, I, I feel I, terrible. But I only did it because I, f- I, I only I only said something because now I feel better that I did it. Yeah. I, I usually donate to like to like other causes like, you know, AIDS because of my dad. Yeah. And I donate to like um Children's shit, pet, you know, uh, animal I, shit. I would love to do. I mean, you know, we 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 always have like the love to do and and will do pile. I would love to do a, a f- not a forum, but like an open mic. We we've like had an, like an op- like an open mic. Yeah. Get Rob. Let's get let's get stuff on the table and 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 you know what I mean? Like, cause once again, I, I'm not. I'm nowhere near educated in this stuff, but like I said, it's I, but I Jay, fancy myself an observer. You, this is the second time you said that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. It's not about how intelligent you are. Mm. This is common sense, well, bro. Well, I'm saying I'm not an... I, I, but yeah, this you're is right. common sense, bro. This is not like... You, you, my parents didn't raise me to see color. Exactly. But Okay. But, 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 but now, it, that's exactly the point. It's... For some reason, it's being too brought to the forefront. Yeah. And then, all, and then, when once it's brought to the forefront, it and then it fans out, and it's and it's weird. And once again, this is just my observation. I I'm not stating this as fact. This is just what I see. I, you know, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I know sometimes PC culture. You know what I mean? Can that's what bothered me even more. So I, I I cut this promo last night. On, I'm and I'm literally walking home from the bus stop, and I did a live video. Yeah. So Matt says, "Oh, look at Phil making a difference, like far too, right?" <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not making a difference. I'm just, I'm just standing up for what's right. Well, and, and normally, and what, how this works, it's like the bully effect. And you're right, Matt. Hurt, hurting people hurt other people. It's exactly right. Right. So, I was like, they, they, it's always a bigger person picking on a small person, no matter what kind of, what, no matter what kind of scenario it is. This being no different. This kid, I, this kid was like a fucking. Yeah. He was barely 18 years old. I think he barely weighed a buck thirty, maybe buck twenty. The kid at school books, he was definitely coming home from school or going to class or something down in that area. But it's like this dude had nothing better to do than get himself whacked out of his face it's, and just pick on fucking Asian but people. It's, but it's the idea. And, and dude, I, and it's not even that he wants to feel a part of something. He wants to. And whatever it is. I, and once again, this is just my observation. And it can even go completely opposite of that. And this is going to be. This is where I have this thing with social media. I, if everybody's noticed, I've gone dark. I don't. I I want. I, I don't know what it is. I, I I've I've gone into this whole. My buddy says I'm soul searching, and and he's probably half right. And you know, I'll I'll get into it at a, at a, another point. I I don't think uh you know now's not the time because that that's a whole podcast in and of itself racism isn't about color it's about mentality exactly yeah that's who said that that's squires yes squires that's exactly it and 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 you know and 
with like it's not just being a part of something like with social media in and of itself everybody's looking for the next thing to go viral so but something like that in and, and once again this guy's whacked out of his head and if if it's drugs or mental whatever the case is he's just not all there in his mind at that moment he's going man if, if i do something a certain way i can go viral i can be famous i'll be it for the wrong reasons but his mentality yeah, is there. Yeah, the bot- and the bottom line is, is I said something stupid last night. I said, I haven't punched anybody in the face in a long time. <laughs> and I was I was hoping I didn't have my headphones on. Then I would have been arrested. And then I would have been fucking, my, I would have lost my job, my whole career. I would have yeah. been homeless, right? So I can't, <laughs> I can't, as much as I want, I just have this urge to punch a stupid person, you know? And... I, you know, it's always the bigger person picking on a small person yeah. or, or the person picking on the fat person or the person picking on the person that's not their color or their race or their creed or their religion. It's like it's always this bully effect. And I just wanted to get off the bus and punch this dude's lights out because I know all I, and I'm not trying to brag. I'm not, I'm not a tough guy. I've had my share of fights. I've, you know what I'm saying? Um, but. I could tell you straight up that if I would have got off the bus, that guy would have been laid out. Yeah, well, I, it would, I, and I, because I, I just I don't like, and that and, and well, I, so, well, sometimes it's it's you know it's it's a mentality that it's the only, sometimes it's the only way a message gets across is somebody's always bigger than you in this world, so to assert your your dominance, quote unquote, you do it to somebody that's smaller than you. Well, that doesn't feel so good because what if you're a smaller guy? In this case, like you said, you might have been a you might have been bigger than this guy. Yeah. When it, when, when, the, when the dog shits on the uh, on the carpet, how do you stop the dog from shitting on the carpet? You stick its face and you put it in the fucking shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you got to do that to to say, like you're not always the biggest guy, so you're gonna have this mentality of going around and I'm big, I can do whatever I want. Somebody's always gonna be bigger than you and put you in your place. And you're right. You know. <clears throat> it, 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 whether that's right, wrong, or indifferent, that's not that's neither here nor there. But it but it, it it shows that there's a bigger issue, a groundswell almost. What's happening? And I'm just gonna talk about here. I I, I don't know elsewhere in the country, you know. But New York City, you know, I went there last Saturday, and uh, you know, I had I had a birthday party, but we had to go for Dylan's uh, allergy appointment. So I was walking around. With my stepdaughter Malika, we're walking, we parked, and, you know, there's like a little courtyard between these buildings, and there's just five or six guys hanging out in there, and, you know, different races and colors, that doesn't, that's not it, but you could tell what they are, you know, uh, I assume, you know, I, I don't know, it, I don't know if, if, if homeless is the right terminology we can use these days, I think, uh, you know, I think without shelter, without shelter, you know, s- some kind of PC name that you have to use. Yeah, for we now. can't say projects no more. Yeah, we got to say uh, housing, or, or urban, or, uh, urban, or develop- ru- yeah, or, rural, de- uh, or, 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 or give a something fuck. like that. But they were literally, and then one of them just stands up and comes closer to the street and and takes a piss right on the tree, like yeah. in the middle of a residential yeah. courtyard. Yep, this is where we're living. Like, and and New York City for whatever reason. Is 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 taking a weird turn, and it's whatever progress we've had 
in the in the in the last coming years, we're it's slowly going back to the wayside. That's why I haven't taken the train since last year. Yeah. I haven't gotten on the subway. Let, I, I and and let alone let alone COVID or what have you. And I know they've they've opened up the restrictions. They're back to twenty four hour service. But as know, of next week, yeah. And they're still cleaning. They're still gonna do their cleaning, which they you know they have to do. But they lost ridership. Uh, they're crying about getting more. Um, Get more cops down there because uh, again, uh, this morning I, yeah. three people got slashed. This morning yeah. on the same the same dude did it. You know, everyone's offended and there's no accountability equals chaos. Yes, politics prevent accountability. Okay, and when you when you look at it like that, it I, and I don't want to. We'll get that to another podcast, but you know when you when you look at it like that, um, it's everyone's offended and it, and he's right. There's no accountability. Everybody's doing this and not doing this. They're not pointing the finger at themselves. Because even if you're not part of the of the of the um even if it's not your fault, it might be your problem. I used to have a boss that used to tell me that. Um, Phil, you fucked up. I'm like, okay, well that wasn't my fault. No, it's not your fault, it's your problem. You're in charge of the situation. And he was a hundred percent right. So it was me not trying to take accountability for something that I did. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and it's also it's it's that mentality of. Uh, and I was also 22 years old. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, and listen, what do we know at 22? You know, but it's Nothing. also that idea of like, you see something that's happening that's that's not supposed to happen, and you're right. Hey, you know what? That's not my job to take care of it. But you know what? It could have been. It could be. It could have been your job to. Prevent something. Correct. That's the difference between job and accountability. Yeah, and where is he? And where is where where is this? The all these causes everybody's pushing for, right? Like all of a sudden, Asian people all over the country getting beat on for I don't know for what reason, and no one is. It's not getting. I don't want to say mainstream media, but it's not getting the um, the leverage. It would get per se if another race was getting beat on all the time, like it, or they were getting frowned upon or getting or, or prejudiced. Well, yeah, that's and this is and this is you what know, I'm saying. Like, right. th- this is this is that area of right. You know, because now, because it's very easy. I was having a, I was having a uh, conversation today with a buddy, and it was like a whole. Mask, anti-mask thing. Like, uh, you know, I, I, at some point, you know, I, granted, we're over a year into this and vaccines are coming. And now, they, you know, they're saying that if you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask, which is, you know, which is what I, I think a lot of people are happy to hear. But a lot of people are happy to hear that they, they should be happier to hear that the numbers have gone down. You know, oh, I mean, drastically, and, and and stateside, obviously. Not, you you know, know, shout out to our folks in India. They're yeah. having a really rough fucking time right now. You know, they're dropping like flies over there. But it's, but it's, but it's, it's, it's bigger than that because it's like, well, it's like, well, if you don't wear a mask, you know, you're you're just as liable for killing people. And it's just like, okay, that's I I see what you're saying. What you're saying is correct. It's just, it's just a, a, it's just a weird argument. It's yeah. just, it's just, a, and not, and not everybody is has is on the same wavelength as you in terms of how you're thinking about things. Sometimes people, they don't want to wear a mask. Sometimes people, because of they, ha- they, they can't wear a mask because they have a, they have a breathing difficulty. Yeah. Maybe they have some kind of, of course, COPD or asthma or emphysema. Some people just 
don't want to wear the mask because they're afraid. Like there's so many so many different factors. I'm not making excuses for people who don't want to wear. Of course, you know my my point is is that you live in a in a city, okay, very very dense, very very populated. Fourteen million people counted for, counted for with over two hundred countries living here. So now now and I said this last night too on a video. How is this happening? I, listen, I'm not no disrespect to like Montana or any other these fucking play, uh, other states, but where these things are isolated. But in a city like this, or in a, in a city like like or in, or in Los Angeles or Chicago or Detroit, any other any other urban city, right? Or Boston. Well, Michigan was hit Michigan, hard. Yeah. Michigan was hit hard. But like, what is what the actual fuck? You know, how are you not as a courtesy, just a courtesy? Listen, I've been vaccinated since January. Yeah. I'm still rocking a mask outside. Why? It's a courtesy. Well, and, it's a courtesy. And 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 that's and that's the other thing. Like, I once again, it's it's a completely different conversation. It, What's it, up, Aaron? You know, but it is. It's it's a weird. It's a weird thing because like, it's it's. I don't know. It's it seems, and this is just my opinion again. I know, and I know, Matt Spock will love to hear this, but it's just. It seems like, for lack of a better word, somebody, something, something is forcing this to happen. Once again, I I, got to probably word that better, but it just, everything that is happening. Events are, you mean certain events are causing it? Not just one isolated thing. It's yeah. It's it's a lot of events that 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 happen that coincide with each other. It's almost like I, whether it's I have a lot of problems with the media. Oh yeah, no, no. It, so it, so that's it. Yeah, I, I, and I, it's we've had this conversation. And it's and it's like once times. you once you lie to me, you are untrustworthy. And it's and it, right. and the media again is right. still un, and it's well, they keep going back to it. And like to me, it seems like obviously if it's. It, uh, peace sells, but who's buying? Like Megadeth, like like Megadeth said. If says. there's a new way, right? I'd be I, the first in line. And I and I hate to say it, but like it's so fucking true. They're playing this year. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, I I just seen. I might grab tickets for that. It's I, a I, Thursday night though. It's in Jersey. Uh, ooh, but I don't know if uh, you're interested well, in it's going to be without David Ellison. He, is he? Is it? Is that? A, is that a deal? Is he done? I think they separated him because of some kind of. Uh yeah, whatever and alleged chick, and the chick even even said that it wasn't his fault. She doubled back. She yeah, doubled back yeah, yeah. and said I was of age, I was compliant. I mean, th- th- I mean th- this thing's the end of the year, so this hopefully is, this is where I'm once hope, again, yeah, this is where that line you got it. Uh, but the point was this: the point was I didn't yes. like I didn't like what happened last night, and I'm I'm upset, and I'm glad that I I, I contributed to the cause. And if I see that dude again, I'm probably gonna get arrested. I'm probably gonna knock. But like you said, I mean, but but it just shows you where you're coming from, with the the compassion, the empathy of somebody. And once again, it just he just exactly he just happened to be Asian, you know. And and for whatever reason, this is the trend. And I listen. My my mom, my mom and I were physically abused uh, by family by family member. And I gotta tell you, ever since I gained weight and got a, it became a big man, big boy, and I was in, I was a young kid in these bars, and I see dudes hit, hit, hit their girlfriends and smack their girlfriends and wives around. I'm like, there was, I can't tell you how many times 
me and the guys took took these dudes outside. And e- even with the bounces, the bounces are fighting us. Yeah. We're fighting the bounces and we're fighting the fucking dude. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's wrong. Yeah. No matter how you slice it, certain things are just wrong. You know, these cops killing blacks is wrong. Uh, these Asians getting picked on is wrong. Like everything about that is, and it's, and and you know, don't believe the hype. Is another song. Peace sells. Who's buying? So many cliches. All I know is that what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. And it's not even about how intelligent you are, how many books you read, how much schooling you've had. It's, it's, it's common, common sense. sense. Yeah. If you were raised to be a good fucking human, you're not gonna do something like that. That's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. Exactly. So. All uh, right. So. We definitely we I, made, I, we made I, a difference. I love yeah. <laughs> Thank I would you. I thought it would 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 squat is fucking put your face put on my Rikishi. face on fucking Rikishi. Thanks, but I mean I would love to go down because and especially you know to to go down that road is it's, well, now it's you fascinating. Have no, but now you have I would love a, to do a filatorial. I, I, I am very good. I I am right, very well, good. This is your at, baby, man. We yeah. can we can definitely do it here. I mean I think wrestling fans. The best part about being a wrestling fan is that we've met so many people from all over the world that share this love of wrestling with us. All come from different walks of life. All come from different different countries. And it was, you know, we have that common bond. Yet everybody sees, you know, everybody sees things. Yeah, Phil too. Thanks. He called me Phil too. You guys, you guys are fucked up, man. Oh, that's- that's good though. You gotta admit that's now, now the kids oh, laughing. Yeah, now the kids laughing. You gotta admit though. Listen, I always love a good pun. That's that's good. Yeah. So, you know, wrestling fans are we all we all have stuff in common. We're cheap. Um, we love wrestling yes. and we love life. And I think if you did something like that, where you have a forum with different people, different kind of folks with different strokes, um, I think you would probably get Phil Tutu. What the fuck, man? Oh, now, now you guys, now you guys, now you guys are fucking reaching. All right, bunch of jerk offs. <laughs> um, you know what? Hold on a second. Now, now, now that's you, it. Now I'm opening the. Now soundboard. you've awakened the beast. Now, now, now I'm opening the soundboard. Hold on. But you're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Now you have some more cunt kids. You're a jerk off. That's what I think of you. <laughs> so now I, I um, you know. So I I I think if you did that with you know with the with a wrestling uh overtone to it you know I think you'd be all right. What's that? By the way, <laughs> this is I just got a text. I don't know what this is. Hi Jason, it's TSG Surveys. Please share your thoughts in the survey about current issues in New York. I swear to fucking god, I just got that text. On the Queen's face. It's it's unbelievable. I just I just hammer. Tell me, Big Brother does not fucking listen. Keep your eyes on that, not the Queen's boobs either. You pervert. Okay. Yeah. Tell me, tell me. I'm telling. Yeah. Right? Like you hear that? Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. I'm not clicking that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I tell you, but it's you know. You know what that is, Jay? 
fucking bullshit. What, and what and what did I tell you? What's what's the only thing that's real in this world? I think is pro wrestling. It's <laughs> pro wrestling. I think pro wrestling is the only thing that's real. Well, we've had an interesting week in pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, I didn't see Raw. I don't care. I worked a lot this week. I worked a lot. You didn't miss much. What's so funny? I don't care. I don't care about Raw. Okay, Eva Marie. Dummy. Yeah. 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 Um, and NXT was pretty good. NXT I did not see. I seen AEW. I um, um, what's his face? Austin Theory got beat up by Killer Cross, Carrion Cross. Um, Kyle O'Reilly had a fucking match and a half with Biff Busick. I know that that I I and would I read a save that. would a save from Bobby a returning Bobby Fish. Finally. Yeah. 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 Uh, Puerto Rican China had a good match against uh, was that Mercedes? Mercedes Martinez. Martinez. Yeah. Martinez. As, as well. I had I had a, I had a um a social studies teacher, Mister Mister Price, in, in junior high school, and he would always pronounce the Spanish names wrong. Well, <laughs> instead of Lourdes, he goes Lourdes, uh, Lourdes uh, Martinez, um, uh, Pedro, um, Guerrero. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah. Anyway, well, I know, I know, I the I know what happened on Roy is that uh, we we finally have an AJ Styles uh, <laughs> um, oh, it, sighting. Oh, he finally after oh, WrestleMania, him, Osmo- and, him and Osmosis Jones, yeah, finally showed up. Hello, Moto. But uh, anybody seen Richie? <laughs> <laughs> Evolution, my son puts in the chat room. Evolution. Evolution is a mystery. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, nah, I don't care. There was there really wasn't much of uh of note, you know, uh of that that happened. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in curious to see with this whole RKO uh RK bro thing that's happening. Matt Riddle and and Orton. You you could less. see you could see where less. they're going. You know, they made Matt Riddle a retard. No, they became friends. Yeah, but like it's like it's RVD it's very, very RVD ish, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's, it's, it's old. Get him off the scooter. He, sh- he, he should be choking people out. Yeah, and he can still keep that, bro. He can still keep that, <laughs> but stop acting like you're stoned backstage. You're riding a fucking scooter like you're on. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, like I said, that's this whole thing. But it, you know, unfortunately, it, it, it really wasn't, wasn't noteworthy the, the go home show for uh, WrestleMania backlash. My Motorhead impression sounds like an angry Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Evolution! Evolution is a mystery! <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, Drew Drew McIntyre was laying, laying tall, uh, standing tall with uh, both uh, competitors, uh, Lashley and uh, Strowman down. So, you know, I don't think that's some foreshadowing. I think I think Lashley's got to keep this belt on. All right, I think so he's going to keep it belt uh, so on. So we'll, we'll do we'll do right the prediction. So you think Lashley's going to retain? I think so. I, I think he has to con- uh, retain. You know because it's just right now, Rome. You got Roman killing it on SmackDown, killing it. Uh, go heel heavy, and right. Why not have give give Lashley a run. Give him a, a, a decent run, at least a SummerSlam. You know, get him if if he's not turning. You know, let's get let's get in front of a crowd first. Yeah. Let's see what the reaction is. And I think it, I think once we get there, is a far better gauge than what we what what's been going on now. All right, Bianca Belair uh, against Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Title. Bianca, Bianca I, l- listen, uh, B- 
Bailey being left off of WrestleMania was a fucking crime. Yeah. And that cannot happen again. So I, 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 I love this. I love Bailey. I love heel Bailey. But Bianca, this is Bianca Blair's moment. Huh? Yeah. 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 Raw women's title. Rhea Ripley defends against Asuka Colneche and Charlotte Flair. <laughs> I think Rhea retains. Yeah, Rhea's going to contain. Or retain. Not contain, but retain. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the universal title. Roman Reigns. Is there Roman Reigns on the table over there? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What? Special needs Roman. Yeah. <laughs> those those choppers on him. Oof. Yeah. I tell you. Uh, SmackDown tag straps, Bobby Roode and, and Ziggles versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I think <sighs> the Mysterios win. I think so, too, because you know why? Because keeping the belts on Ziggler and Roode would make too much sense. Yeah. But they want to get it. It's, it's sound bites. Everything is sound bites. It sounds great to have a father-son tag tag belts which i believe there have been father son tag champs in the back in the in the past correct i'm not sure why been do father why son do tag I, teams yes uh, larry larry, larry Hen, and kurt yeah uh the, the ortons uh blackjack uh, black the, the blackjacks yeah dusty and dustin tag they were in the war games they were in the war but i don't think they won the belts they didn't win the titles no they and then they fought bunkhouse buck and uh uh, Dirty remember, Dick Slater. You remember when Dusty ate the fucking tray of burritos in the back of the locker room? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I, w- whether it was, uh, you know, Blackjack, Mulligan, and... Barry Windham? I, I, f- I feel like I, feel like the, I got, I got and, to and do then, a little bit again, digging. And Greenpoint, Barry, and Kendall? Well, I mean, you, you have... <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's, let's finish this. Uh, Punishment Margassa, Damien Priest versus The Miz. I think The Miz puts Priest over. I I think so, too. I think uh, they were very happy with uh, Damien Priest, which he did a great job at WrestleMania. So I think we're going to see a little bit more of him. And, yeah, I think so. I think uh, Punishment Margassa gets it. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you guys think if the, if the big gold belt returns in some forms? Um, I'm sorry about the noise in the back. There's animals in the backyard. <laughs> um, what do you call it? I, I no. Did you have to add another title? Like it's is it? I, I is I, it conducive? I, I do. I love the big gold belt. Of course I do. You could bring it back as a prop. Uh, you could bring it back in some. If you're replacing one of the belts that are right now, the both belts look like they look the same except they're different colors. One yeah. blue, one's red. Um, Which I actually, I, it's funny, like the universal title. I've actually, I've actually grown to like the to like it, like the fruit roll up title. I'm actually fruit gr- roll up title. You call I've it. actually grown to kind of like it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I don't. You don't. Th- the reason why I could see that happening, and it's actually a pretty good segue, is because of this new show, the Lost Treasures or WWE Treasures. That dude who's hosting. That dude who's taking the guys on. Uh, on the trails, yeah. That dude just joined Swerve Scott's crew. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, 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 I yeah, 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 yeah. I read that. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, the big black guy. With, I forgot his name. I was gonna say Adam Fisher, but that's definitely something not money, it. a money, this money, that money, your sister's money. Who bus knows? Money. Bus money. <laughs> bus Lun- money. Lunch money. <laughs> but uh, uh, could, could, uh, could we have some money? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see. Uh, you know, it's, it's something in that vein, but to to bring it back, uh, you know, naturally, there's there's really no need. You know, 
it's almost we're we're getting to a point where at least with Roman the belt means something. Uh, you know, hopefully, like like I said, I think I'm longing. Obviously, Walter is just it, it's it's on a different level. It's not at a I hate to say it like this, but it's not a an elite level. But you need somebody to establish this title again. That's what it is. I love what they're doing with Apollo Cruz. I think this could be the start of that. Um, you know, somebody, somebody else, you know, that comes to mind. You know, I mean, who? I mean, how many times has our truth held the twenty-four-seven title? Seventy-six times now. So, if you're counting, <laughs> you need you need to do play some more golf or something. <laughs> you have way too much fucking free time on your hands. If you're counting our truth twenty-four-seven title reigns, you need we need to get choppy back because this ain't right. I know. No, but you, we we need we need something to establish. Uh, Devon Eric's, yes, thank you, father son. Yeah, Fritz did tag. Did, no, Fritz fought Bundy in his retirement match, but I think he, that was at a tag match. Yeah, but I was saying uh, who who won who won the belts? They won the belts with with Fritz. What year? Eighty eighty? It had to be like eighty four or something like that, right? Eighty five. Yeah, because that's really that's uh, wow. I guess Fritz was still wrestling at that point. He would. I know he would come back in, in and out. He came back in and out. But when, when, when Mike passed away, they had the 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 con, the, the um that whole that that parade of champions yeah. every year, right? Which there was what? Yeah, he came out of retirement because I know he fought Bundy, but he fought King Kong Bundy. In the, David Von Erich. He just oh wow okay good call kid thank you yeah that's cool all right well that's a good that's a good trivia question. That's a, there, there's our there's our fact checker, fact che- yeah, fact checker of the night. Yeah, dun dun dun. Um, um all right. Uh, AEW, AEW. Uh, Jonah Moxley defended the IWGP uh, US title against Yuji Nagata, Blue Justice. Fifty uh, three year old Yuji Nagata, by the way. First off, he looked amazing. He still does. He still looks, got it. Looks amazing. He he's been curtain jerking all of New Japan's. Uh, Ma- uh, cards in the last year. Well, listen, he's got to get out of there, no, and, then, and then and then hit the Hurley Bird special for for dinner on he- the way home. You know? oh, 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 look at you, Gummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Moxie came out to Wild Thing by the by the Trogs. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I definitely did not catch that. Yeah. Um, it was a good match. I mean, I, I hate Moxley, but he—it was a good, really good match. It was a good. It, it was. It, good was match. it was hard hitting. Um, and then Moxley gave him the respect and bowed. And yeah. I mean, that's that's. Listen, when he's he listen, I'm not saying he's a bad dude. I just I'm not emotionally invested like most guys are. I don't I don't I don't see the fucking appeal. I I think I know why because yeah. I because I watched that that dark side of the ring. And I'll get into that in a minute. But go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I was gonna say I I same thing. I'm. I'm, he's winning me over with um, his passion, a, a, as it were. Like the fact that he does the Barnett thing and AEW. He's he's at a, he's at a top level um, where he you know when he they Japan <clears throat> whenever he can go back over, you know. Like I I like the idea of they they New Japan just released something. Today on YouTube, it's I can't wait to watch. It's two hours long, where it's every John Moxley <laughs> title defense. Was it two? <laughs> it was actually he two defended hours it two more long. times. He defended the U.S. title. He actually had. He actually. What were we gonna say? He, um, there Bob you go. Brad. I knew. I knew somebody. Bullet Bob, right? 
Bullet Bob Armstrong? Oh. Yeah, Bullet Bob. Yeah. But uh, that's why I'm saying like it's definitely going to be Dominic and... Uh, All right. But uh, I, I like Moxley's passion. You could see it. You can... Yeah. You could see it through the TV Jonah screen. Moxley. When he came out for that entrance, first off, fucking Eddie Kingston, please... I, I want Eddie Kingston to I, when he is done wrestling, whenever this may be. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's never. When he ever he is done, he needs a microphone, radio show. He needs to run for office. I need him in every facet of life because this guy is I, the can, fucking. Can, did you truth. hear his last promo? It's amazing. I I, I want to find it, but I can't. I don't know. It's it was it was awesome. He is so good when he. He came out <laughs> when even I love the it was a big fight feel. They had huge, you know, Nagata come into the ring. They, they filmed him in the back. They did the same thing with Moxley when Moxley came out and the group and, and you could see the fans there and, and, kud- and kudos to AEW for, you know, they're, they're doing. I think they had a thousand or fifteen hundred people there. Like Moxley just comes out, throws the water. You could see it. this is a it was a big thing for him. Like is he, I, I don't think he's playing a role. I think, you know, he's going Stone Cold-esque in the sense of, like, he, it's him, but just turned up a little bit. I, 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 I truly do think that, so. I can't uh, find the promo. But I just, I, but I did laugh when, when it, it was a great match. I did laugh when he won. I was like, shit. I was like, they are, at New Japan must be over the moon. Like, just like, all right, listen, if we can't, we can't bring them here, we'll bring guys to you. And and yeah. and AEW is more than welcoming. All right. So speaking of AEW, Cody Rhodes comes down to the ring. Did you see this, by the way, Hammer? You saw this, right? This is you know I have something to say about this. This is fucking atrocious. So he beats his friend QT Marshall, then gets jumped again by that British kid. Uh, a go, a going, go-go. going to a go go. Anthony go go go. Yeah. The, right. The buy one get one a go go. Right. Buy one bogo. Bogo. B- we call him bogo. Yeah. We call him the Brit bogo. Um. He he says a double or nothing. He goes on his fucking political rant about disjointed and America patriotism, blah 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, I'm not gonna be the American nightmare. I'm gonna be the American dream. Pump your brakes, cha cha. <laughs> Pump thy fucking brakes. I listen. I understand, and I'm glad my son's here. As as a parent. And I'm sure his mom and dad will agree with me. You know, you want to leave a legacy for your children, okay? And you want to do more for them that they that that was done for you. You want to be be more for them, them for them, and you want to have more for them, right? Mm-hmm. Dusty left a major impression on the business. He reinvented the business. He he was the reason why a lot of people made a lot of money. In, in, in his tenure, right, in certain in certain, in certain certain territories. And I'm not saying this because he's, he's my favorite. I'm saying this because it's the fucking truth. He was a booker. He was a he was a matchmaker. He was a fucking, and he was the, cut one of the great, cuts one of the greatest promos ever. And he wasn't the, the best looking dude, wasn't the best physically fit dude, obviously, but he had the charisma and he had, and he could work, okay? That, some of that talent rubbed off on his children. Because Dustin's a hell of a worker, okay? Yes, still. Yeah, at 50 years old, right? Cody is not a bad worker, okay? I don't see Cody as a main eventer. I never did, okay? I saw Cody mid-card at best, 
and I see, and he's had singles titles, New Japan, Ring of Honor. I get it, right? Um, I don't see the appeal, but you're not the American Dream. The American Dream transcended the wrestling business. He got that moniker because he had a following. Yeah, Cody has no following. Cody has the smart marks. The money mark, Tony Khan, <laughs> that's backing him in this in this company, which is great for him, right? He's got a hot-ass wife. God bless him. Just, right? just had a beautiful baby he girl. He had a baby girl, right? Um, and he's got... He's got some. He's got some stuff to him. He's not. He's not a bad hand, right? He's not the American dream. Dustin's not the American dream. Okay, what are you looking at? New Jack killed himself. He's dead. He's dead. What? This just in. Get the fuck out of here. Do I have a breaking news? Uh, I used to have a breaking news thing. Hold on. Let's, let me just. Uh, when are you serious? Can we confirm that? Where are you reading it? T- TMZ. What about TMZ? Uh, we all know it doesn't. It's not true unless it's on TMZ. Yeah, and I didn't get a boom dead text from mom and and, and Aunt Melissa. What? Okay, because I know I, at this point I would get Uncle Brian, Aunt Melissa, and your mom. Uh, we have a boom dead uh, thread for the last seven years. Uh, so yeah, five minutes ago, daily DDT. New Jack. New Jack passes away at the fifty-eight. Uh, years old. Wow. Wow. That is... Uh, it can't be the American Dream. We need a watered-down version of it. You're right, Matt. Well, oh, so, all right. So, it's all over the internet. If you guys can confirm that, I want to see, like, a TMZ or uh, another wrestler. Like, a, like you know, and not a fucking, you know, not a... Not nobody... I want somebody credible, you know? Uh, listen, I mean, so it's, it's if it's, it's if it's official, then that's that's tragic to you know. Hold on, I'll check. Uh, Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling posted it. Their official Twitter. All right, Michael the Hammer. Uh, I got it. Fucking I got it on fight. Throwbacks. I got it on Fightful too. Yeah, wow. New Jack passes away. Wow. Rest Our, in peace, rest in peace. New Jack. Wow. Wikipedia's Wikipedia doesn't count, Rich. <laughs> Wikipedia. I could. I could have said. I could have added. New Jack was dead an hour ago, and you guys would have said, "Oh my God, New Jack's dead." Wikipedia is not a, a not a credible source. Oh, uh, what a shame! I just. I just actually heard a funny story with uh, New Jack. Uh where did I hear it from? Shit. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Salamasa. I think it was Salamasa. Shout out to Jason. He. Uh, he was telling a story about JYD was at ECW. Forget which pay per view. Uh, one of the old, one of the first ones. Uh, yeah, I, I or my, maybe he brought him out for the for legends, whatever. So something about <laughs> I was well, Hammond knows what it is, but he's New Jack sold JYD some weed for like three hundred dollars, and I guess New Jack says I'll get you next time I see you. So I guess time went by and somebody was talking to he's like somebody was talking to JYD on the phone. He's like, who is that? He's like. That junkyard dog, he, he gets on the phone. He's like, "Where's my, where's my motherfucking money?" This and that, going back and forth, and uh, and he said, all of a sudden, like he showed up there, and like somehow another Heyman found out that there was this thing, and he said, he goes, "I'm gonna go up to uh, junkyard dog and get my money, or I'm gonna punch him in the face, one or the other." And <laughs> so Paul Heyman goes, "Hey, listen, whatever it is, I'll pay you the three hundred dollars." He says, "No, Paul, you don't owe me the money." JYD owes me the money, and, and supposedly 
there was a fucking scruffle between them. So, all right. Um, that did. That, that's sad. Yeah, um, that's very sad. Hopefully, that's sad. all right. Oh, let's, let's, let's go over this real quick because we're, we're we're running behind. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the I, young bucks split up a, uh, SCU. Yeah, for good. Which uh, I was ups- I was good upset match. about. Great match. Good match. Absolutely great match. Oh, uh, but they they're gonna have jobs. I think because the arena will stay singles for a while. And uh, Daniels is is it's backstage is role. Backstage, as it he's, is. Like, he's like a road agent now, and he's put, he's in his fifties. Yeah, Kazarian still still has some great matches in him, uh, but I I, I think this will be good for Kazarian too. Yeah, um, Orange Cassie versus Pac winner gets a world title match. Uh, turns out both of them going to be getting title match. Yeah, there was a. Double count out. Double count out. You know, uh, but there was a weird spot in the match. I didn't get a chance to see it. I, I, you know, I watched it. But it was in the picture in picture, I think. The Liger bomb we talking about? Yeah, but it didn't look like. He knocked him out. It did, yeah. It he was out cold. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really get a good look at it. I usually catch that stuff, but I didn't, uh, I didn't see that. And, but supposedly he's supposed to be, he was, he was not goofy for a yeah. while. All right, then they had the coronation of the pinnacle, and then uh, the inner circle came out I, with, the, I, with the bubbly and sprayed them like Kurt Angle. What did you What did you think about it? What the the, the spot? The coronation. The, the, I loved the coronation spot. I, I, I it, it's probably because Tully was doing it, so it felt like horseman esque. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was good. I loved it when when the inner circle came out. That felt a little hokey to me, like, uh, you know, more hokey than than Jericho's fucking spot last week on the fucking on on the rubber uh, on the rubber diamond plating. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, once yeah. again, we like the, the I, I listened to Jericho's podcast. Yeah, what did he it. say about it? He um, he did say of how nervous he was, and it wasn't a rubber. He landed. It was they were cardboard boxes. Whatever it was, it wasn't real. Yeah, uh, it didn't look real. It didn't. It, once again. That that was my complaint about it was, you could have, you could have done something differently. I under, listen. Jericho's safety is is number one. Did you hear the show last week? I wasn't even mad about the spot. I was more mad about that he was laughing. He was smiling. If you had the camera up close to him, yeah, I, I you like know, s- at least fucking sell it. He, at least sell it. He uh, no, am I bugging out? Like. He he, but he was talking about like what went into the match, and there was a lot of stuff, and you know it was live TV, so there was only so much that they can do because you know live TV. How about not do the spot? I, I they, think they, that's like a big thing it, all the time. How about not do it? I think I think the, the the spot was, I think the spot on paper was a bigger deal than it was than it actually happened because it just at that point. The 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 gas was out of the tank for the match. Like it was, just, we were done. You know, like the commercials took away from it. You know, it, it was just so. There, there was an up. It was an upstream paddle the whole time. So, uh, you know, Jericho understands um, the backlash, but he, but you know, as I would too, and I do, I pay more attention to the positive feedback than the negative. It, it is what it is. Uh, listen, I, I, the match, the match was bad. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. The match was bad. It was too. Incon- we talked about this last week. I'm not, I'm not going to beat it down. Yeah. But like that spot could have been much better if they didn't go on top of the cage, and it wouldn't have happened. And and you could, you still could have had MJF standing over him. Yep. You could have had that. That's you know what I mean whatever it is. Um. 
It is what it is. I just didn't, I, you know, the fact that he was smiling up close to the camera, that, that bothered me more than the actual spot. Yeah. Um, And then they're going to have a match now. It's, they're going to have a stadium stampede which, at, at the pay-per-view. Which now... What's up, Jamie? And and that was something that Jericho said on the podcast was like, Blood and Guts was more... It was very serious. like, And, and it was. I, Like I said, I happened to like the match a little bit more than you did. Uh, it was a very serious match. Now the first stadium stampede match was, was hokey. Was very hokey. That's that's not going to be the case. This I time don't around. think this is going to be the case this time, which I'm happy to see. Um, you know they're going to have. I think they're going to have a, a nice let up, a few let up spots, and all this stuff. But um, you know, I I kind of like this. I I, I know AEW is very faction heavy for for whatever reason. But it's very fr- faction heavy. But like I, I'm enjoying this 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 feud. I'm enjoying. Um, it was a very good thing with, you know, they're gonna have Sammy. Sammy did this. You know, that he he gave up. It's gonna be a huge. It's th- there's gonna be a huge babyface no, run in the future. I'm not mad at the feud, Jay. No. I'm not. I'm not mad at the feud. But if you're gonna do it, do it right, and you have all the tools. I had this conversation at work yesterday. I got brought into the office for some for a powwow with the with the boss man, and he was asking me about suggestions about certain things about the work spot or the workplace. And I was like, you know, I was like, I have all the tools. I just can't fucking use them. Yeah. Okay. Give me some of these tools to work with, and I'll you know I'll bang out whatever you need me to bang out. You know. Um. Same concept here. Tony Khan has everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only thing he doesn't have is cool production like fucking the E does. Other than that, Tony Khan has everything. He has. He's yeah. got his own arena. He's got a fucking talent, a uh, roster full of talented people, and he's got great announcers except for Excalibur. He's got and he's got seventeen hundred factions. I'm not mad. Cardboard gimmicks aren't serious. Correct, Matt Squires. So my thing is, you know, and then you got Chris Jericho, a thirty year veteran. Who was the first free agent they signed? Okay, who was supposed to? They were supposed to transcend the fucking business, but they're biting off '90s wrestling. Uh, well, that's that's okay. that was my problem with the the the, the bubbly bath. Like, all right, it's it, it, Austin did it. Fucking Kurt Angle did it. I get it. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, wrestling it's, it's is fi- cyclical. I get I it. I get it. But don't tell me you're gonna change exactly. something. See, Vince didn't do that. Vince didn't tell you he was changing anything. He just did shit. Yeah. You know. Um, it's apples and oranges now because it's 20 years later, but like it did, and the business is not where it was before, but it is what it is. All right. Um, Thunder Rosa, uh, fought Allure. She won that. She's, she's on, and, um, they're hyping up the women's division. Yeah, I like, I I like Thunder Rosa there. You know, Britt Baker against, uh, Sheeta. I think, I think we're going to get a Britt Baker win. Yeah, Britt Baker, she's due. If If she didn't get hurt those two times, like, in the last year. First off, she would have been I, I love, I, I love Sheeta. I love Sheeta. I love Sheeta. Yeah. I think she's a great wrestler. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's got a great look. I, I love I, gorgeous. I like it. But this is Britt Baker's time. No, hundred percent. Miro beats Darby Allen for the ti- for the T- TNT title. That was a good match. I love this match. I, I and I can't stand Darby Allen, but I got to tell you, he fought a good match. Um, I don't see the appeal in Darby Allen. He's like a great value Jeff Hardy to I, me. See, I, I, this is once again. This is Walmart. He's a Walmart Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I as, disagree. As my son I, laughs. I, 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 I get the appeal. I don't, <laughs> un- I don't understand Sting. 
there. That's another thing. I don't think I don't I don't feel like Sting. I think Sting's more of a uh, distraction to him. Um, his dad. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Uh, but Whatever. he um, but the right man won. Yeah, Nero needed this, and I loved. I fucking loved. The first person that came out was the murder hawk. I cannot wait. Yeah. I cannot wait for a serious Miro promo. Yeah, Miro I, needs to stop being the best man. Now it's He's a machine. It's this is where we're going to see it. He needs to be it. the brute. He needs to be the Bulgarian brute. This is where we're going to see it and I want to see Jake's I want to see Jake's promos. We're not seeing enough of fucking Jake and we need serious Miro and we're about to get it. He looks to be in Top shape. Yeah, He's, they signed him for a reason. They, not to hang out with doubt. Kip Sabian. Without a doubt. So yeah. this is this is the you know, th- we have an idea for you, but this is get your foot in the door. The right man won the belt and he and it it looked great. So I'm I'm excited to see what's gonna go on with this. All right, real quick. Um Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. Nick Gage. I didn't get a chance Holy to see it. Holy shit. <clears throat> I had no idea. I know the cult following. Yeah. Uh, locally, Combat Zone and Game Changer are real big here in the Northeast. I get it. Um, but I don't know. I didn't know a lot about this guy. Moxley was actually great in it because he, 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 him and him, him and Gage were like, they were involved heavily in, in Combat it's, Zone. It's, and, yeah. 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 So I didn't know he robbed a bank and did. Almost five years, I Nick Gage. I know he failed a piss test, got hit, pinched again. He's he was using somebody else's piss on, while I was on parole. Yeah, I didn't know that. I still need to go to a combat zone match. Yes, I have not gone, and I feel terrible about it um, because it's so close. We're like may, may, maybe an hour away from uh, where we are on Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have to. I have. So, I have a couple of the tournament of deaths. Um, on uh, on MP4. Anyway, and uh, I just announced today too, and I I forgot to mention this on Hammer's birthday, by the way, June thirteenth. Uh, in your house, uh, NXT, hosted by Todd Pettengill. Really? How dope is that? Hey now, on Hammer's birthday. There we go. Hammer's getting a pay per view on his birthday. Look at I that. can't believe it's hosting NXT Takeover in your house with Todd Pettengill. That's awesome hosting. That is that's awesome. awesome. New York, uh, I think he's. From, I think Todd's from Jersey. I think he's a Jersey boy. I think he's a, yeah. You know, oh look who it is. Speaking of, uh, speaking of no, speaking of, uh, uh, we got Rob before. What's up, Rob? Say hello to Rob. Do it flips and shit. Shaylin's in the room. Say hello, Fuck you. Um, I want to give a shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Domingo. Rob's parents have been married for fifty years. Wow. Fifty years. What is the secret? I don't know. I I don't know, but like I can only be so lucky. So, Mr. and Mrs. D, congratulations, uh, Rob. Please give them my congrats if you're listening. I know you're watching on on the gimmick. Um, yeah. And then the next episode of Dark Side of the Ring is going to be the the collision in Korea. I hope Todd you get get set on fire like Jr. did. I hate Todd Pettengill. <laughs> wow. But uh, that's not very Christian. What of you, was that's um, Set, set people on fire. But what was the, like I I know it was about that, but I mean it it talked about how he he grew up and everything like and his yeah his his he's a he's a Jersey kid, South Jersey, 
uh, very close to his mom, always liked wrestling, and legit has a cult following. I was just going to say, like, how? Around the globe. Yeah. His murder-death-kill shirts are, like, everywhere. Um, Here's the deal, too. Like, I remember being um 20, I want to say 22, 23 years old, and I got a guy in Brooklyn, this guy Matt Zombie, uh, anybody locally here knows about Matt Zombie. He had one of the first radio, or, I mean, telephone like show, t- you know, radio shows before him and Don Tony were doing stuff before Don Tony got big. And Matt used to sell tapes mm-hmm. and trade tapes. I would take a, a cab to Brooklyn sometimes or a train and buy tapes from him. I, I bought a lot of NWA stuff from him. And then he started giving me the FMWIWA stuff. And they called it garbage wrestling back then, <laughs> right? Which, by the way, it's coming back. FMWE. Yeah, or that's uh, uh, as Tushunita starting it. Yeah, starting it. Yeah, FMWE. I'm not mad. He's standing for explosives. I'm not mad at that. (coughs) I like it. I like it because it's it's way over the top. It's way over the top. And Nick Gage basically he almost killed David Arquette. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm getting texts now about um about New Jack. Yes, thank you, Ray. Um, New Jack did pass away apparently. Yeah, we're going to have to try to... Get some more information on yeah. that during the break. Yeah. What? Heart attack. Look at this. My man on the scene. Hammer on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got breaking news in the chopper. Yeah. Well, so anyway. um, Yeah, so uh, it was a really good episode. And then they're doing a collision in Korea. Yeah. I, Scott I, Norton's on that, by the way. Thank God. We got to get Scott on the show. I know we had some health issues recently. Yes. But we got to get him on the show, man. We got to get Flash Norton on the show. I, I would want, love yeah. to talk. We should get him on the show. We got to try to get him on the show. I'd love to talk to him and shoot the shit with him. He's a Minnesota guy. He grew up with the Road Warriors and Rick Rude and all those guys. He's got stories galore. And then he was, uh, of course, IWGP champion. Yeah. In, um, in, and then he was, I think he was tag champion, too. Um, He tagged with Hercules. He tagged with. Uh, Tagged with a lot of guys in Japan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were they called in, in Japan? The Colossal something? Not the Colossal Connection. That, that was, was that was that Andre was, and Haku. Yeah. But I'm doing this off memory. I'm sorry. So anyway, yes, yes. New Jack passed away. We know. Thank you very much. I, I'm getting like fucking messages galore right now. Hey, listen. Um, if you get Scott Norton on, talk about the fire and ice whole thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, they just had um. I just read somewhere uh, Ice Train was talking about he was on uh, he was he was on, he was on the Wizards, Wizards. Yeah, yeah that's where I heard it yeah, yeah. They, and they they was he was talking <laughs> two cold Scorpios in the episode too apparently oh thank God oh we need more two cold we need we, yeah we do need two we do we, we need we do Jay I agree with you especially that those sweet dancing skills two cold <laughs> oh no Flash you but, are funky. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't I can't wait for the collision in Korea. That is that is a pretty fascinating story, uh, especially the stuff with, you know, with the government and and Norton. He's got a great story. Flair's got a story too, though. Flair's got a great story. Flair's got a great story. I hope Flair's on it too. So I I you know me I'm always I'm I'm a day late dollar short with all these. It's stuff. all right, dude. I just, just I just seen the the two dudes with attitude. Uh, documentary. I didn't see that yet. I've seen on Shawn Michaels' biography. I saw Booker T's last week. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um. Listen, as long as you're late, as long as you're early to the podcast, all I time, saw that. Yeah. I, that's all I care. I, about. I, I said, I and text- that you watch the throwback. I don't I, give a fuck. I, what, whatever I, else you do in your life. I texted. I texted Phil. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna try to be there early to make up for last week. It's all right. <laughs> listen, 
We are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. We are live on the Rant, Rant EM Radio. The chat room is hopping tonight. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Hammer does a run-in tonight. Um, and I'm getting t- I'm getting texts from Matt Squires now, too. <laughs> My phone is, like, literally blowing up right now. Uh, apparently, people who text me don't know I'm doing a podcast except for Matt, though. <laughs> um, that Photoshop Matt did on Phil. Oh, my God. Yes, Shaylin, we know. They've been busting my balls about it for the last hour and change. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, Turnbuckle Throwbacks live on the rant. We'll be right. We have a very, very cool and a very historic throwback for this show, and I'll explain why when we get back. Uh, we'll be right back. Turnbuckle Throwbacks and Lord Alfred take us to the break, buddy. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. Check us out. Head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Horns up, beautiful motherfuckers. Radioactive Metal is here on the Shining Wizards Network, and we want you to listen. Every week, we cover the world of heavy metal and speak to your favorite bands. We discuss new releases, concerts, controversies, and everything else that's related to heavy metal. And occasionally, we even talk about pro wrestling. Catch us live every Thursday night on purerockradio.net. Listen to past episodes at RadioactiveMetal.org or at ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury.
Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Why is cut barred from Facebook? If Todd Pettengill sends me to Facebook jail, I'm really gonna set him on fire. For what he said, he just sent me a text. Wait, he just got hit for what? Oh, Facebook tagged him on that. <laughs> wow. Anyway, oh. that's fucked up. PC culture. Fucking Facebook's the worst. All right, we're back. Terminal throwbacks live on a rant. Phil, it's Jay, it's Hammer. It's uh, Facebook police. It's fucking, it's ridiculous. This is why we can't have nice things. That's the main reason why we'll never have nice things. Yeah. Whether it's a bad relationship, a bad wrestling match, or fucking Facebook. (laughs) Fucking Facebook. I'm going to set him on fire, he said. You can't say that? Yeah. You you, You can't say it, dummy. Dummy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Guess you can't say that. That's never going to get old. I told no, Ella, I love it. I told Ella, dummy, yeah. She all day, last two weeks ago, she's like, yeah. And she's adamant, two years yeah. old. Dummy, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just getting nasty looks from the mom. I'm like, listen, it could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. So, anyway, let's do it. You ready? Let's do it. And now, here is your throwback of the week, sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. Oh, yeah. So, I said to Phil (coughs) two weeks ago, because, you know, we did the... We did the match last week from Japan. I said, you know what? I said, I, I think we should do an you know all Japan month type thing. And he's like, all Japan, like all Japan wrestling. I said, nah. I said, just all all of Japan, all of Japan. You know, J- Japanese Japanese wrestling in and of itself. And Foley, you know, arguably my my favorite wrestler. And this is true. And he, I'm wearing the shirt today that Phil got me. And he, uh, he he sent out a tweet. Uh, it, was, it was it was the the anniversary, right? The anniversary of the show from from May, <coughs> excuse me, May eighth, two thousand four. And now me being, you know, I'm a 
uh, I think I'm a reasonably uh, big wrestling fan. Phil, not you. Yeah, I think Phil is. Don't, uh, does, don't you do a wrestling podcast? <laughs> I think I think it qualifies but I'm you saying, as a fan. Like I have, I I I have, I a lot of useless knowledge, and I did not know. Well, hold on a second. Wrestling is useless no- knowledge. <laughs> well. Since when? Uh, yeah. What are you doing here then? <laughs> this is true. This fucking guy. What a mook. This mook. is true. And, and oh, I'm uh, being shown the showing door Showing you now. the door there, fucking Z- but, Zubaz. But, uh, but yeah, so I didn't, I, I had no idea about this. And it was like, it was the, the a match against Kawada. And I'm like, wait, what? All right. So let me, I'm going to paint the picture because this is a first on Turnbuckle Throwbacks. The rule of thumb that we had, it was a loose law that Choppy and I developed um, and put in place. We weren't going to do anything that was under 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay? This came out in 2004. Okay? So, the reason why I'm letting it go is for two reasons. One, because it's it's a unique match, It's and it's Jay's favorite wrestler, against one of my favorite wrestlers, yeah. who Kawada, arguably one of the top five wrestlers in the world ever. He's in my top five, top ten, if that. And that and t- yeah, Jay, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> Shaylin, you got to come to the next. You you got to come to. We, if we do a SummerSlam party, you got to come to the SummerSlam party. Yeah. And you got to g- have a conversation with with everybody, <laughs> put people in their place, <laughs> right? Um, wouldn't doing all Japan be called the Schmorgiborg? Hey yo, <laughs> he says. He says, "Hey yo, Schmorgiborg." Hey yo. So um. Anyway, so now, of course, I jump on. I'm, I'm part of, like, three or four amazing Japanese Facebook group, wrestling Facebook groups. And I don't post a lot of that because I'm not really well-versed on the current shit. I like the 90s stuff, and I like the New Japan current stuff, but I'm not one of these fucking, I'm not a Japanese mark at all. I just know Kawada, Kabashi, Masawa, Vader, and those. I mean, the 90s yeah. shit. Bam Bam and, and same Muda. With same with me. Right? What's the matter, Hammer? About what? Yeah, of course I do. Talk about Japan, dude. <laughs> That's not his music in Japan. That's Onita's music. Yeah. Correct. I knew that. I told you I got all the FMW stuff. But anyway, I digress. The, um... Yeah. <laughs> he said... <laughs> he said Mark. Called you a Mark? He just called me a Mark. Sit down, Marks! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... So, of course, I go on this page, and I inquire about, I said, my partner wants to do this, blah, blah, blah. Within, within, within five th- minutes? Within five minutes, someone sent me a link to a download to the entire card. Now, I thought it was an old Japan card. Yeah. And I went on an old Japan page. It's not. It's a promotion called Hustle. <laughs> okay. Hustle was created in 2004, ended in 2010. It was, um, it was a promotion invented by... Uh, um, a uh, uh, Takata is mm-hmm. uh, okay. Takata son, yeah, Takata son. And what it was was, you know, it was basically a WWE parody because they didn't do backstage vignettes. They didn't have over the top characters. And Takata is this. They call him Generissimo Takata, yeah. and he has a, a stable called Monster. <laughs> And what he does is he has these magical powers. He manipulates the GM to book the matches in his favor. Yeah. Right? Ironically, this card, this is Hustle number four. It was on pay-per-view, actually, mm-hmm. from uh, Sky Perfect. 
And it was not overdubbed, but they had English announcers there too, ring announcers. And it was in Yokohama, Japan, where Cactus Jack won the King of the Death match across the street yep. at the stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, so they were they were numbered: Hustle one, two, three, and four, like the big events, right? Mm-hmm. And this was Hustle four, Hustle three, Hustle three. I'm sorry, yep. Hustle three. I'm, I apologize. And um, it, it was it was fucking um, no, it's just Hustle four. Oh, I thought it was, I I have hustle three. We had we 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 got we always have different notes. Well, I have <laughs> I, I have the results here. Yeah, from, I said uh, I. from one of the um anyway the, the Paris out May eighth two thousand four May eighth two thousand and four. So 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 Jay reads the the uh, Mick Foley's post about the anniversary of the match, um, and and he they pulled people from different promotions. Yeah, uh, you had zero one, which was um, uh, Steve Carino. Yep, Dusty Rhodes is a part of this uh, part of this card, um. Uh, and we'll g- I'll get into fucking sp- Leonardo Spanky in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're you're right, Jay. It is, it is three. I apologize. Um, give me one second. I'm I'm pulling up the wrong. I have to. <coughs> yeah. Hold on. Hustle. He. Uh, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. But yeah. So it, it it started. It it just started as the match. But then I I we read the whole card. And I'm like, oh, dude, we we got Dusty's on it. I was like, you know, Loki. Um, Brian Kendrick's on it. The out uh, the outsiders are in the main event. I was like, dude, we got to do it. So like, you know, so it didn't really take much convincing. Yeah. On for and Phil. they emphasize instead of doing the strong style in the King's Road, they emphasize melodrama and characters yeah. and and over the top athleticism. And it was owned by Dream Stage Entertainment too, um, which I remember they use guys from New Japan, Pride, K One. I, I and I could be wrong, but I remember. Hearing or reading or something, where Dream Stage, they had a lot of money to throw around. They're huge company. Yeah, they did. They, they did reached the, out to Austin. They did. A f- they did the first few Wrestle Kingdoms, I believe. Yeah, too. they were like nine hours long, though. They reached out to Austin and around this time, I want to say oh four oh five, and I think there was some serious consideration because they're throwing money. So, uh, but. So Foley gets tapped in for this match because Goldberg, while training to go against Kawada, which Goldberg was Goldberg Goldberg was a part of Hustle. Yeah, Goldberg is a draw. If uh, right, if you put, and if you get this roster, this roster is so crazy. It's so uh, abstract. Yeah. Hey but, Kelly, how are you? But it but it kind of does make sense. But so so Goldberg gets. Injured and like you said, Foley plays in because they go. You know what? Like <clears throat> Foley's still a name, and they called him. And Foley had just had the match with uh, Randy Orton uh, around this time. It, it was uh, and supposedly, you know, I always say this about uh, wrestlers and their <laughs> and. You know, sometimes their recall of stuff. Foley's like, I showed up, I showed up in, in a wheelchair in Japan and left in a wheelchair in Japan. Like, I, I'm not Foley's not somebody. He's not Hulk Hogan where he tell when he tells stories, but that does seem a little <laughs> abstract. If you ask me, uh, a couple of people that are involved that you wouldn't uh, a very young boy Taichi, mm-hmm. who's Kawada's young boy. Um, in this, in this, um, I caught, you know. so I want to give a shout out to the to the commentary. Yes, it was um, Takeshi Yano, uh, Fuihito Kihara, 
the female who screams a lot, and yeah. this guy, Jimmy Suzuki. They fucking killed it. I didn't understand a word they said, but mm-hmm. they made the they made the uh, the event more more pa- more palatable. Uh, Yokohama, Japan, in the Yokohama Arena, twelve thousand fifty seven paid for for, for 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 a, hustle for for, 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 for an a, independent for an independent. It, it, this was a uh, this was not a regular wrestling show in Japan. Yeah, all right, the, and this wasn't even like a kaiju big battle type of thing. This was like a WWE parody. Uh, I had no idea about hustle either. Uh, Shaylin, and apparently I have access now to all of it. IVP Video has the entire collection. Yeah, uh, at two ninety nine a piece. But um, so. but so that's how it came on the radar. I was like, oh, we 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 got to do this. And yeah, yeah, you know. So and so, it it was not disappointing. So I found the card, and Jay's like, I said, Jay, I'm gonna try to find the card. Give me a couple minutes, and like Jay said, within five minutes. Within was, five minutes, I had I sent him a link to download, um, and I was. Floored by the, I was. It was like watching uh, an early two thousands, late nineties Monday Night Raw, <laughs> because yeah. it had everything that Raw had. Yes, even some of the players. Hall yeah. and Nash are in this. Dusty's in this. Carino, yeah. Carino cuts a fucking mint promo. Great promo. How he, he hates everybody in Japan, and yeah. he, he, and he's even talking Japanese. He's talking Japanese. Oh, he's just shitting on everybody. It was hysterical. It, it um, it, it yeah. This was this was good and. You know, so like I, I was glad, I was happy with just doing the match. But then when, once you see this whole card, you go, "Oh, dude, we got we got to do this whole thing," and it's funny because, you know, well, we'll we'll talk about the match when we get there. But uh, so the opening match was Kaz Hayashi and you know Brian Kendrick, who was going by Leonardo Spanky in Japan. Let me before you get into this match, let me say, the backstory. He is a sex symbol at this point in Japan, legitimately. Mm-hmm. He goes into the crowd, picks women out. Women are ooing and eyeing over him. They come out to My Heart Will Go On, <laughs> that Celine Dion song from fucking Titanic, but it's a club version of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, 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 mm. So now I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's a sex symbol. Yeah, go figure. How What was New Jack? 58, right? This guy 58. Said? And uh, against Loki and Takamichinoku. So, like you said, this is 2004. 2004. And, you know, Loki, um, I think he was part of Zero One Two, right? I'm assuming. I think he was part of Zero One as well. Uh, yes. He was just in, just in his element. Loki definitely is in his element in Japan. Um,. I don't. I stateside. I remember seeing him in Jersey All Pro Wrestling, and he was, uh, you know, phenomenal then with Who, him, Hamasat. Yeah, him. Well, yeah, Hamasad. he came from the Dog Pound. Him, Dan Moff, all yeah. those guys, same class. And uh, but he was absolutely in his element. I mean, TNA. He had a really good run. ROH obviously had a good run, but it, you know, Japan absolutely is his element. Um, and it was Loki again, and Taka Michinoku, who Taka looks the exact same today as he did 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. This guy, and this was a great opening match. Yeah, uh, great spots. Um, you know, Kendrick was the Hasselhoff of Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweet red sun shirt. Thank you, Kelly. It's my favorite Superman story. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead. He, uh, as soon as as soon as he got in the ring, the the they they went nuts for him and. 
you know, especially for the respectful Japanese crowd, they were a little lively for 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 this match. You know, the spots it, and everything. Japanese people are they they're the be- one of the best wrestling fans in the world because they respect the craft. Yeah, they don't they they, they they're very very they, they they're very respectful to the the craft of the art of professional wrestling. I'll say it like that. Yeah, I, and and like I said, to me, I. I I kind of look at it in the same way, I, and I could say the same for for Phil. Is like we, it's it's the storytelling, it's uh you know it's everything that goes along with that. And this match was good as a as an opening match. Like we always say, you know, the set the set the pace. Curtain jerker, yeah. This exactly did that. So I I loved it. Um, is hustle as big as war in Japan? Uh, at that point, no. No, I think no. War was bigger. War was bigger. War was way before that, too. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Jay. Uh, so, Spanky, uh, gets, gets the, uh, pin on, uh, I'm sorry, Kaz gets the pin on, Kaz Hayashi gets the pin on Takuma Jinoku, uh, for, you know, for the win, and a lot of good spots, you know, you... You know, we all know Taka from WWF late '90s. And, well, he and but he had Michinoku Pro at that point too. Yeah, and Taka is he, he, just a great all-around wrestler. And Brian Kendrick is just—he was—he was on another level at this point. And same thing, I Kaz Hayashi looked to be in fantastic shape compared to when he was in WCW. Hundred percent. So I, I I loved it. Great opening match. Uh, Phil, do you want to go into the next match? This was an eight-man mixed tag from Mexico. It was Cynthia Marino, Mascarita Sangrada, Oscar Sevilla, Pimpinella Escalada Love that. versus Fabi Apache, Grand Apache, Mini Abismo Negro, which you've seen in WWE, mm-hmm. and Polvo de Estrellas. Um, it was a basically just a fucking eight-man luchador, midgets, and women. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I say midgets? I can't say midgets, right? I think uh, I think in this, in this regard you can. I can. You're not calling them midgets. They they you know they they are you know. It's a, a gen- genre of uh, wrestling. So you know, I don't want—I don't want to offend any small people out there. Uh-huh. All right, or I, I, as I call Stephanie Fun Size because she's under five foot, so we call them Fun Size folks. <laughs> um, so uh, this was just—this was a basically a, if you're watching CMLL or AAA, it was the, you know, it went eleven and a half minutes. The the face team won. And it was like I don't even know who the face team was actually, but there, it was <laughs> Cynthia Moreno, uh, Mascarita, Sangrada, Oscar Sevilla, and Pimpinella Escalera. They beat the other people. You know the 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 best way to describe it is lucha libre. Like it was, it was lucha libre. It was very good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was very very good. Uh, Mascarita <laughs> Sagrada is just he's great to watch. You know he's great to watch. Um. You know the the other ones. I I didn't I didn't I don't know much about Grand Apache. No, I I knew who Masquerita sir, uh, Masquerita was, and I knew yeah. the, the, the midgets because I've seen them. They were. I think one of them was actually the. I I'm 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 doing this on top of memory. I think uh, the 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 mini guy was uh was the bull uh, for uh, El Torito. Yeah, I think he was El Torito. I'm not sure. I could be wrong about that. But but either way, he wasn't. But Master he was at, definitely in WWE uh-huh. as Mini Abysmo. Yeah, I know that for a fact. So, uh, so you know, like like you said to me, it was it, it was a good match. Yes, yeah, Shane, when you are fun sized, <laughs> I've seen her in person. To come to come off of the first match, it was it was a good you know palate cleanser. That's that's like the best way you can kind of describe it. So 
We're going into the next match, which is... That the uh, ice cream? Hold on, is that the ice cream man? It's out of that or somebody's alarm. I want ice cream. Uh, the next match. So, Phil wanted so badly to for, for the Foley match to suck so he could just wait to see me kiss McFoley's ass. I did because, you know, you have to understand something. Kawada, Four Pillars, I mean, yeah. Kawada's one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet. And he's had legendary matches with mm-hmm. with um, Masawa and Kenta Kobashi and guys like um, Saruta and, yeah. and, you know, Shinya Hashimoto and stuff like that. So Kawada training his young boy Taichi, yes, who you now who know as kicks up which was so they had well they had the promo. We, we, we should probably talk about the promo. With, yeah, yeah, with Foley and uh, the general. Uh, yeah, so so General Takata is has this monster stable, and um, Foley comes in the back room and tells him, you know, listen, it, uh, he goes Takata son, I I, I can beat. Um, uh, Kawada, because I'm king of the death match. I'm yeah. Ichi- I'm Ichiban, you know, I'm the best. Uh, and I have and I have a a, a present. Yeah. And even at the press conference, yes, the Kawada says I don't remember who you are. And Foley's like, you don't what? And Foley, as the heel, yeah. flips. Th- this is 2004, by the way. This is the, this is after he was. I think wasn't he killed by Randy Orton at this point? Uh, the a, the a legend month, killer. A month. A month prior, he yeah. wrestled. He wrestled. Uh, was Edge Orton. WrestleMania or Edge? One of I feel no. He well, th- this WrestleMania was the 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 three against two Evolution against The Rock and Foley, <clears throat> and Foley wasn't a fan of his showing his effort. Maybe perhaps he knew he yeah. had more in the tank, and he he you know he lobbied to have a match with Orton, and. Had and proceeded to have a great match with Orton. And yeah, I, I'll get into that in a little while because it, it plays into this match. But uh, yeah, he he just wrestled, you know. Yeah, about a month prior. So Foley's the heel. That's super ice cream. heel. I want ice cream so bad. Anyway, I'm so I'm so fat. So he was super heel, and and it, but it just shows you how how you know eclectic he was, like where he can just literally hop back and forth. Yeah, between face and, and 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 heel, and especially as as a foreigner, as a beloved wrestler, to to create that kind of heat is it, it's just a testament of how good he actually was. But Phil wanted that match to suck so much that he wanted me to kiss Foley's ass about how you gonna put he him is. over. Yeah, I was hoping it the match sucked and it didn't, but that's not that's not even the main event. We, we, yeah. We're not even halfway there yet. So so, but I what so it's leading me to say is try to t- try to get this match over. <laughs> I can't. I mean, Carino against Dusty. It's, it's you have to understand something too. This was this is actually this isn't actually a storyline. Yeah. So Dusty uh, was in a match with Carino. Carino turned on him, and this stems from ECW as well. Yes, they had a history. And knowing what I know now, because Steve Crino, I have a shoot video that I got for Christmas from, I think, Shining Woods is Tony. Not this Christmas, the past, the previous Christmas. And it was Steve Crino interviewing uh, Ivan Koloff, um, Baby Doll, and um, someone else about Dusty. It was all about Dusty. And knowing what I know now about Steve Carino, um, I like this match a little more than I should. Not because uh, of, not because I love Dusty. No, no, no. Because of the story, right? The story tells, and you know, Dusty is way out of shape, very old, 
And basically, Carino carries him for six and a half minutes, and Dusty beats him with the big elbow. And Dusty does a spot with the roll in the elbow and the, yeah. and the big elbow drop. And Dusty has one of the best elbow drops ever. You know, he's he does he does like he there's a lot of guys that do it. He did it really well, and I'm not saying that because I love him. He just he just he was very articulate when he did it. Um, yeah, Mr. Softy is out. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Why does he always come when I'm busy? He's a fuck stick. Yeah, classic WWE ice cream bar would sound great, huh? With All the chalk right on, yeah. with the chalk on it. Not the ones we got last year that we tried from a store that me and Michael bought like six boxes of it from Shoprite. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> right, Mike? We bought like six boxes of it. I've, I've photography, f- photographical proof, by the way. Um, yeah. So Dusty, and then the, the story's not even over. Um, I'll get into that in a few minutes, but. Dusty does beat Steve Carino, and Steve Carino cuts a great promo. We should try to post this video of this of this. We we, we should on the Facebook we page. Should. It's like it's like broken English, broken Japanese, in the same and all in one. And he just, ki- I mean, he killed it. He was so good. I got to get some of his. I keep saying it, and I don't get. It. I got to get some of his zero one stuff. Yeah. Um. But anyway, your next match. All right, let's talk about Zebra Man for a second. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This is a fucking terrible character. Zebraman is uh, Kashiko Agasawa. Um, he's in his early sixties now. He was he was known as the footwork mis- he was the footwork magician. He was a basically uh, a kung fu striker wrestler yep. who has this suit on Zebraman. He's dressed like a zebra, basically. Um, the problem was he can never the fucking mask that he wore. He couldn't keep it on. Uh-huh. The mask was loose, and they threw him against Tiger Jeet Singh. Now, <laughs> if you don't know who Tiger Jeet Singh is, speaking of hardcore wrestling, throw back to the days of the original Sheik, big time wrestling, and then fast forward to the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Tiger Jeet Singh was a fixture in, in hardcore deathmatch wrestling. He is a fucking lunatic. Along, along with Foley. Yeah. Um, he's been wrestling since 19. He was wrestling for, he wrestled for 56 years, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was one of the first guys I saw do the uh, the Cobra Clutch before um, Sergeant Slaughter. Um, he did, he did a brain buster, which he didn't do in this match, but he does. A, he has a sick fucking brain buster. Yeah. But Tiger Jeet Singh and his protege, fucking Sabu. Yeah. <laughs> Sabu out of nowhere comes out with Tiger Jeet Singh, and it was like what? And Tiger Jeet Singh looking like. The, the dude that worked that that weighed on me in the fucking in the grocery store today, New Dorp, he looks like a fucking just a, an old Arab guy at this point, right? Shout out to my fucking Arab people holding it down in New Dorp, the deli with the fresh fucking Red Bulls and the and the, and they're selling all the 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 stuff to make your own cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the um this match was almost six minutes of Zebra Man getting the shit kicked out of him. And he couldn't keep his. I could. I was fixated on the mask. He couldn't get the fucking mask right. And Tiger G Singh did not care. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't waiting. No, wasn't waiting. Didn't sell shit and just beat on him. And I was like, thank God. I gave him a fucking golf clap. I was like, thank you, because Zebra Man's fucking terrible. Terrible. Yeah. All right. Um. Whoever's messaging me on on Messenger, I can't answer you right now. I'm, I'm broadcasting. Jesus is gonna have to be careful. <laughs> What's up, Mario? Mario's back. What's up, you handsome fuck? Um, Kelly says I always liked Iron Cheeks Camel Clutch. 
Yeah, I mean, Cheeky Baby was the was the man. You know, he uh, he did it, and he made everybody humble. Um, Cheeky Baby. Cheeky Baby. Where's my fucking... Let me pull up my uh, my gimmicks here, because now I want to... Hold on, where is it? Here it is. Here, this. Fucking bullshit! Um, where is the other one? I definitely need my fucking glasses, man. I was going to need glasses I'm gonna now. Need, I'm going to need glasses, because... This is too much that I can't see anything on this thing. Um, uh, where the fuck is it? I'm trying to find a... Uh, here's another one. Here, here you go. I respect you, Jin. Many you are intelligent Jew businessman. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and, then, the, and then, like I said, a, a, after, the, after the, the match, you know, Dusty and Carino come out, and, you know, now, you know, they've bonded... <laughs> yeah, well, they go to save Zebra Man. Yeah, you know, and then fucking him and Carino squash beef, and then Dusty challenges, uh, Tiger Jeet singing Sabu because of course at, he does at the next fucking event. Of course he does. I'm challenging you, I, and I'll get myself a partner. I I I would love to know how much he was getting paid. Oh my god, it's got to be great money. Oh my god, yeah, it's got to be. So uh, the next match, though, uh, was was pretty uh, was pretty pretty. You know, I, I actually you know liked it, but you know, it's a straight up you know funny match. Dynamite Hardcore. Hu- this is from hu- uh, Dynamite Hardcore Hustle six man tag team weapons match. Yeah, uh, Kitaro, Wing Kanemura. Sabu and the Gladiator, aka Mike Awesome. That was mm-hmm. the, Mike Awesome's name was a Gladiator in Japan. If anybody didn't know, against his arch rival Masato Tanaka, and he's teaming up with a young Hamna, mm-hmm. who you know now from New Jap- from New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, Hamna Mania, and uh, Kuroda, uh, Tetsu- yep. T- Tetsuhiro Kuroda. Um, so th- how this match worked was every couple of minutes. Uh, a smoke show would appear, like a smoke show would go occur, yeah, and like lights or or smoke or sparkles, and and then weapons would just generate <laughs> from the fucking from these little spots, right? And this was almost sixteen and a half minutes of oh. just pure mayhem, mayhem. It was just it was it, it was mayhem. It's you know everything that was bad about ECW was 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 in this match and. Everything that was good about FMW came in in in, in spurts here. Uh, you know, obviously it wasn't too bad of a match because Masato Tanaka's in it with with Mike Awesome. So there's a there's little spurts of it. Yeah. Of of goodness, Sabu looked. You know, Sabu looked good in this match. I, you know me. I'm I'm a big Sabu fan as well. This is true. And. Um, you know, but it's it was also great to see kind of Wing Kanamura. Like I, you know, I from FMW type. You know, I remember him from the from the tapes and everything. But uh, I, you know, I didn't hate this match. You know, I, it wasn't. Um, Kelly said she got the Sabu micro brawler from Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, it took Pro Wrestling Tees twelve days to print my fucking Bullet Club shirts. They just shipped them like yesterday. Thank God I wasn't waiting for him. I know I'm. I know I'm a fat guy, but come on, man. I, I ordered three shirts from from the twenty five percent discount they had from Bullet Club. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, Jake. Go ahead. But uh, the, you know the weapons were just 
you know, the bicycle made me laugh. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it know? looks like he just went to, like, the Japanese fucking Home Depot. It's just... And it, picked up a bunch of shit. You know, shit just appeared. Like you said, a garbage can out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. At one point, Kanamura and Sabu have a garbage can on top of their head, like, simultaneously, and just a drop kick. It, it was, you know, it, it wasn't the worst match I've ever seen, but... We skipped two matches, by the way. Yeah, I thought the tag match was in there. I I, I knew I knew we skipped. We'll, one. we'll Rick, go back. We'll Ricky, go back to it. Yeah, Ricky Joshu. Ricky Joshu beat King Adamo, which is like a, that was a squash. Yeah, and then they had the uh, Danny Bobish, Danny Bobish, and Mark Marco Coleman from yep. Pride, and um, those are Pride guys. Yep. They fought Shinjo Atani and Sakata. So yeah. Anyway, get back to the six man. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, actually, I I didn't mind the 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 Danny Bobish uh, um. Match. It was all right. They were they were pride guys at that yeah. point. They were UFC you know, pride guys. They weren't really. It was Ma- Michael Coleman. You guys know from UFC yeah. and Bellator and all that. But uh, th- this this match I like. I you know the the, the six man I, I I enjoyed. That was cool. Yeah, it was just a, you know just a fucking garbage. Uh, you know garbage. There was match. there was some crazy spots though. Oh with, yeah, with yeah. the the Hurricanrata onto the Japanese table. Kanemura looks like it just just took everything of of that wrong. And uh, you know, f- quite quite a few uh, table spots. But my favorite weapon was uh, <laughs> the weapon that appeared with that happened to be giant silver. <laughs> just they used giant silver nowhere. as a weapon. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know what's better, the bike or giant silver. Oh, I think God. it's a toss up. I like the bike though. The bike is a little bit more effective, I think, than the giant bike was silver. hysterical, by the way. Um, but and then after that, you know, he. Uh, or, you know, power bomb, uh, Mike Awesome power bombs, uh, Kanamura for the win. Yeah. Uh, but so you know, to me, it it was it was good. Mike uh, Awesome was a deal in Japan, just an FYI. Huge. You could see he wasn't in his. He was cheap trick, big in Japan. Yeah, he was. He wasn't his top form here, uh, uh, body wise, moves wise. You know, maybe he was in the you know, going through whatever he was going through. But you know, he was he was still he was still good. And especially, like you said, you know, we, we, we talk about it all the time. That the only good Mike Awesome matches are matches with Masato, Masato Tanaka. Tanaka you know? Correct. Um, and this is along the same line. So, uh, and this is the next match that brought us here. And funny enough, like you said, the, the, the fact that it was even for the Triple Crown is even kind of funny, too, is that it's just like, once, once again, like trivia wise, like oh shit, Foley. I find nothing funny about the Triple Crown Championship. Well, I'm just saying, my Facebook, my Facebook profile pa- picture <laughs> is me holding the Triple Crown title. By the way, well, I, I meant that it that Foley is, you know. Well, I mean, listen, I, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put Foley over for a minute because Foley is a legend. Yeah, not only in the states but in Japan. What he did in a short time he was there, and thank you, Terry Funk, and thank you, Anita, for this, but um, Mick Foley had to basically reinvent himself in order for him to be the superstar legend that he is in WWE. Yeah. Because he had, I mean, he I mean, he abused his body in the first tenure of his career, but when he went to Japan, it was like, okay, now he'll do anything mm-hmm. for a time. Spot, yeah, and it, I, I'm going to say if it wasn't for his run in Japan, you would never see him as WWF. I champion. think so. I not th- as WWE champion. I think not I having think those fucking high spot matches. I don't. I think Japan. I think Japan cemented his his reputation as a as a um 
a stunt, a, a basically, what did Ric Flair call him? A glorified stuntman? Stunt yeah. Yeah? I mean, he could wrestle, but, like, it wasn't like he couldn't wrestle, but, like, he did things that other guys didn't want to do. Well, it's 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 that, and Foley has a great, there was a, I, I was, I went on an untold, uh, so I went into this, you know, this match. I wanted to watch the rematch, uh, rewatch the match with Orton, and that was a really good match, you know. Um, and then it got. I went down the rabbit hole of. I was. I wanted to hear his his take on it. And Foley has this thing where he likes the drama for whatever reason. Blood and and weapons and and that kind of physicality is what grips Foley. That's what kind of I guess gets him in and in, you know into a story. And he he feels like. He's never going to be the body guy that a Hogan or a Warrior or you know even Flair for that matter is. But what he can do is use his body as the canvas, a, 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 as it were. Right. And you know he um and and, and he did it and and it, you know he pays and he's probably still paying severely for it. But right. His body of work speaks for itself, and you're right. Like if it wasn't for Japan, you know. If it wasn't for Jim Ross and, you know, and if it wasn't for Foley being who he was, like Foley would come in and and work harder than anybody else. Yeah, that he was would there. do shit that other 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 guys weren't doing. And, you know, so this is 04. And and like I said, I, I, I love the fact that Foley could just flip a switch and now and now he's heel, you know, and, you know, Foley, it became a shell you know, especially when you throw in his TNA stuff, and you I, know, I, I don't know about that. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say anywhere else ruined him, because at that point he's a name. He absolutely. So and so, I, so like I said, so like he he was brought in by DreamWorks, what Dream Dream Stage, yeah, and he was brought in by them. And Goldberg came out, and he's like, "Oh well, listen, we got this in the budget, so we're gonna pay you Goldberg money." And like you said, Foley said that he, he showed up in a wheelchair. He's like, I don't know. I, I can't wrestle right now, but for that amount of money, I'll find a way to, <laughs> to to get in the ring. You know, not for nothing, if he came crippled and he gave that sh- a Kawada almost 13 minutes of a match. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't bullshit. Like, you know, it was it was Kawada. And I give credit to Kawada. I mean, you always agree. I mean, Kawada yeah. is just... Like, there's nothing bad about Kawada, man. He was a fucking machine. Yes. Okay? Um, but you have to understand, too, it's like Mick Foley is, is over, like, everywhere. So he shows up crippled, and it's like you, you wouldn't think. But, I mean, like, the money, I mean, that money yeah. probably bought him a fucking had a down payment for a house and mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But um, I got to tell you, man, it was fantastic that I was so – ready to fucking destroy this because it's my hero against your hero yeah and your hero's not supposed to your hero's a half a cripple at this point and um it was a good match um probably you know next to the nwa title this is the most prestigious belt in the world because of its because of its tenure and the guys who held it um this belt is special uh-huh. And I have the first volume of the of the belt on DVD. The first, I mean, several dozen matches that they had, major matches, 
and the the list of champions on this is astounding. Yes. So to have Foley even mentioned in this in the in a title match, like Jay said, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, but fun nonetheless. So you know they they come to the match and they and Foley comes out and you know he is 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 in Cactus Jack. He's not Foley. He's Cactus Jack. And correct. I love that that idea of that. He's not a hardcore legend in Japan. He's he's the king of the deathmatch. I love that promo. That's that. that's what he was. He said that and he said he goes, I'm the king of the deathmatch. Yeah. I'm Ichiban. And he and he you know, he came to the ring with the barbed wire bat and you know instantly drops the bat and says he's gonna beat Kawada in a straight up wrestling match, which you know right there and then that he you know, the bat the bat's gonna be used in some way or form, you know, to get heat and and now Foley's a heel. I mean, he's part of the the general's army. And, he's part of the army. Monster, you know, monster, and hustle, uh, hustle. Oh God, and uh, you know, but he comes out and and the match started off very clanky, where you know I I don't know what it was, but you could see that Kawada at one point was just like ignoring him and like Foley's like yelling like you come you come like I don't know if that's I it was awkward because I don't maybe a couple of things just just guessing yeah maybe Kawada didn't want to hurt him yeah because he knew he was hurt maybe Foley didn't want to lock up because he knew if he locked up a certain way Kawada was going to drop him on his face yeah okay so maybe there's like that awkward because listen I don't know how good Kawada's English is. Yes. So who's calling this match in the ring? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Foley doesn't speak Japanese fluently. Yes. You know he knows a couple of words to get him by, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how good his. I don't know. I don't, I don't even think Kawada made that many trips to the states to have that English. So someone either translated for them in the back the the, the match and or somebody's calling it in the ring. But yeah. that was awkward. Yeah, it looked awkward, and that's when I was like, oh no, this is gonna suck so bad, Jay. Yeah, and. And then it it picked up a little bit, you know. And I like I liked Foley's callback to Foley uh, to Terry Funk. Like he went outside and was launching chairs. He went Bruiser Brody esque in the yeah. crowd. Gets the crowd. He that's picks how up he the gets bat. the crowd. And you know that's that's how he's establishing himself as a heel and creating uh, you know this baby face type feel for for Kawada. Meanwhile, Kawada didn't need it. He was unbelievably over. You know, and at one point, uh, you know, Foley hits Foley hits uh, Taichi with the barbed wire bat. He's got to use the bat on somebody, you know. But um, you could see, and then I I, I didn't like um, Foley using Sako, even though he didn't draw on him, probably because he didn't want to get sued. Or I didn't I didn't like that idea. But in the, in the same sense, you know. It kind of does make sense because if Kawada is against that type of wrestling, it would make sense for Foley to try to do it to try to piss him off. Yeah, but um, you know, it it was it wasn't as bad. It really wasn't. Like he, you could definitely tell that he gave a hundred percent, but the kicks that. Kawada was laying in. Jesus uh, Christ! That, but that's that's the King's Road. That's the strong style. That's the that's the that's the that's the strong style, Jay. Yeah. You ain't getting no better than that, you know. And 
again, I got I got to give credit to Kawada for actually slowing down his pace just to fa- just to facilitate the match because Kawada's on another planet at this point. He's the yeah. fucking champ, and if you know anything about that title, he's fighting quality guys. Yeah, he ain't fighting no brawlers. Like he ain't fighting no deathmatch guys. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yes, hi, Augie. Everybody's saying hi to Augie now. Everybody just came into the shot so I can pet him. He's so he's so needy. My boy's gonna be he'll be nine years old in a couple of weeks. Oh, there you go. Um, but anyway, but uh, you know, like I said, I mean, on on a you know on a grand scale, the match, you know, the match wasn't gonna live up to his hype. Foley was not in shape, but he's he's too beaten up. You know, but you know the effort, the the storytelling was there. Um, the effort matched um, expectations. I I I like to think you know, um, just the execution was just I think a little off. If 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 that makes sense, and you know, I wish you couldn't find anywhere what really fully thought about the match. You know, um, I tried looking and. You know, but, you know, he would come back. So I, I had this thought about Foley, and and I, I think it kind of s- surmises his— I think why Foley is so important. Foley made guys. Think about his whole career. You know, maybe, maybe without, with the exception of, say, like a Vader. Like, he didn't need to make Vader— but Foley's role was always to legitimize guys in the sense of like a stepping stone type thing. It, think of Sting. You know, Sting was a massive baby face, massive baby face. And, you know, and in the, in the time, Foley really wasn't this big heel. He wasn't a, a, a real big foil to him, but he was a dangerous character. And, you know, when Sting had that match with him, I, I think, what was it? It wasn't Bash at the Beach. Halloween, no. It was, um, yeah, Bash at the Beach. Well, I think it was Bash at the Beach. 93. Or 92, 91. 92, one of those, yeah. The, the sp- talk about the spots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he. it made, it, it, it gave Sting a, a new a new character or a new, you know, different color. A d- yeah, a different, a different shade of Sting. He did Correct. the same thing. He did the same exact thing with... Shawn Michaels in 96, 97 at Mind Games. Did the same exact thing. Now, this is going to be a bold statement. The Rock would not be where he is. I mean, he probably would be in Hollywood somewhere. Clearly, the guy is talented, got charisma for fucking, you know, days. But the 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 matches that he had with Foley, I don't think would have catapulted him to where he was in the short amount of time. Does that, you know, does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And, like, I'm not saying The Rock wouldn't have gotten to where no, he no, is I, now. No, you, no, you, you're actually, you're, very, you're on point. He, but I think, I think Foley knew his, his, and I'm just speaking as a complete and other fan of him, and I think it, it, made, it, it makes him even better because then he does it again and again. He comes back, you know, in 04. He puts Randy Orton over Gives Randy Orton fucking legitimacy. Kawada didn't need anything. So, 
and then Foley's chasing that WrestleMania moment. He, and he comes back two years later in 06 to face Edge in arguably Foley's WrestleMania moment and legitimizes fuck, legitimizes Edge's. Um, is it 06 or 08? The, the hardcore match, you move, the, the table spot you're talking 20, about? Yeah, twenty WrestleMania 21. Yeah. 06. 22. WrestleMania 22, I think it is. 06. He, and he gets Edge over and, and adds another, and, and he does the same exact thing every time. Foley's place in, in, in professional wrestling is without a doubt uh, where it needs to be. He, and, and it probably, arguably, could be underrated. Because of how he put guys over. You know, I, I don't think you could say the same thing about Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker was as massive character as is. Yeah, but Taker, if, again... If well, 96, though. But if you're going to wrestle that style, I think anybody Foley got in the ring with, Foley made made him gold because guys weren't doing what he was doing. Yes. You know, and ECW, he did it with Raven, yeah. with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. So I, I, I got to tell you, that's, a, that's an amazing analogy. My my only thing is, and I, my question to you was, um, to f- just to, just to wrap that to, with a big bow. Yeah. Um, what if Foley was healthy in this match? Would he have won? I don't think so. I don't think so. Right? If he was, if he was healthy, I think he would have gave Kawada a better match. Oh, without a doubt. Not chain wrestling. But taking stiff kicks and the the because you know straight up Kawada's is, is a is a catch wrestler you know yeah. he, he's one of them shoot fighting wrestlers and he's like a he's like a Japanese Taz almost but yeah. even better you know yeah um but but then you start now not with this analogy now you're asking yourself what if Foley was healthy for this match and that match and this match and you you know there's so many there's so many layers to him. That it's 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 you can't even not like him, yeah. Because you you it's either do love or Cactus Jack or Mankind or just Mick Foley. He's got he's like that he he has that bipolar yeah. uh, character syndrome going for him that he was able to you know to channel that into fucking superstardom. You know, you know, and you know he was a shill. You know he. You know the the cheap pops and and all this stuff, but you know him him not doing. I, I I would like to think if Foley didn't put his body on the line as much as he did, I think he still would have gotten there. But once again, it's that idea of maybe he wouldn't have gotten there as fast as he did. You know, and I I really I really I would love to know what you know The Rock would ever say. Like not that I would ever have a chance to talk to The Rock, but like where does I obviously it's got to be in high esteem that he holds Foley, but I wonder he does though. Everybody puts him over. Oh, without man. a doubt, everybody puts e- him except over. except for Flair. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think they've actually squashed. They their did, beef but now. you know, again, it's just this. But know. he, but uh, but I, but I, it made me like I said, I went down the rabbit hole and I really kind of gave it some thought. I'm just like, yo, this guy from from day one put everybody over, and he made everybody more legitimate and and especially like you said especially in his later years like you said what he did with 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 the rock orton edge like you could tell that it was a it was an absolute 
giving of uh, not right. just to the business, but right. to the to, to the to the other character. Matt Squire says Mick Foley falling off the Hell in a Cell was the biggest push he ever got, pun pun included. <laughs> um, again, it was that spot. It was the Sting stuff in WCW. It was the stuff with I listen. I was at the I was in Philly the night they fucking Terry Funk burned him with yeah. the with the flint with the flaming uh um t- with the iron the um mm-hmm. Brandon iron. the Brandon iron and like I, I smelt his hair burning. I was yeah. like three rows from the st- from, from from ringside, you know. Um, I saw him firsthand. I f- I saw his ECW fucking debut. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the whole Kane Dewey thing, the promos, Kane Dewey, uh, like you just like everything he did was instrumental in the in the evolution of 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 pro wrestling between ninety five and two thousand and five and two thousand eight, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, and 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 it like I said, it really like he does get a, a lot of credit, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you see it and you just go, I wonder. I know somebody's had to make that make that connection and. I'd love to think I'm the first one to do it, but there's no way. Um, but he he was, I think he was absolutely pivotal in a lot of guys' careers. And that's not far fetched, though, dude. Yeah, it's not. That's it's not far fetched at all. And and anybody like if 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 there's gonna be an argument for that, okay? If there's gonna if if somebody's gonna have a rebuttal to what Jay was saying, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look just look at the guys he main evented with. Everywhere he went, including Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay, think about then you look at their careers. Like Kawada didn't need it. Like Austin didn't need it, but it helped him tremendously. Take your same thing. He helped Kane. Yep. Even though him and Taker were the whole the brothers, they were feuding and all that stuff. That sort of storyline was amazing. Kane, the fucking boiler room brawls they had him. Kane Taker, right? Yep. But then, then, but Shawn Michaels, yeah. like Shawn Michaels was on another level, trying to get that to that next phase because, again, it, they're they're putting a fucking rocket chip on a, him. He needs another layer he to needs, his character. Every listen, every face needs a heel. Yep. Every hero needs a villain. Okay, but he got guys over. And like in Chalen just said it, he cemented his legacy in every promotion he was in. I think so, and that's why he, he he was he was that he was that damn good, you know, where he could, you know, you could put him in any spot, and like you said, he was gonna sit there and steal the show. And and like I said, I think nothing was more evident than the match he had with Edge. Like I I rewatched that match this week, and you know he it, it was. The, the even the backstory, the untold on it was 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 just great to hear that Foley was just happy with that. It's not even just the match. It's not even just the moment, but the fact that he can you know be a small blip in Edge's career where Edge holds him in such high regard for helping him. So you know that's my uh, that's my deep thought of the week. <laughs> we do have one more match. We have to yes. wrap it up. Um, the it was tag team match, the legendary Shinya Hashimoto teaming up with the legendary Ogawa, taking on Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, the Outsiders. Um, another the two of them, another Hall and Nash were part of the Monster Army who yeah. were manipulated by uh, Takata. 
Um, I love how Takata wasn't even in this card. He was just dictating just, it, yeah. looking like M. Bison from so- from Street Fighter. <laughs> um, seven minutes, 37 seconds. I mean, it was nothing really. This match was, uh, you know, lackluster. Not lackluster, but it was like, it was, y- you weren't going to beat these two legends, Ogawa and Sh- Hashimoto. And if you were, it had to be of some the, significance in, in 10 years prior. The, so. the promo with, uh, it was just really. Oh, yeah. The, like Hall didn't know who Ogawa the, was. The fact, the fact that, the fact that Kevin Nash, uh, stars, you know, in in Adam Sandler movies is is, you know, remarkable. Being that he this cheap this cheap you know B, B rated right vignettes in the back the 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 fake laugh and uh, the hustle like it was it was it was so bad it was good. Yeah, and Hall <laughs> and Nash were were popular because there was an NWO faction in Japan. Yeah. That was ran by um, you know and, and, and um this is 04, 04 and you know Hall is just embracing the gray. You know, um Kevin Nash had the short hair that he had in the longest yard that, that and, he had and now. the Punisher. Yeah. Oh that's right yeah, called the, the Russian. And uh he you know for all intents and purposes it wasn't that bad. It really Hall didn't look too messed up, um, substance-wise. Uh, he was doing a, a thing where he was doing the, you know, the sumo. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being that childish, immature heel, you know, but, you know, it took, it just, the match just never got started. It, the, it just. Yeah, it had very little steam. Yeah. Um, I was Kind of pissed off with the booking at that point. They could have put they, they should have put Kawada and Foley as the main. Yeah, event. Uh, uh, but it's but in the same sense, not that it was the best match on the card, you know, but it was you know it it was a hard match to follow. You probably should have had something in the middle of it. Maybe it would have ended better. But yeah, you, you know, you don't give guys more time to tell a better story. You know what I mean? So like, so it was hard. I mean, Hashimoto was just an absolute legend. Oh, hundred percent. You know. um you know, not in terrible shape. <laughs> Shinya wasn't. Shinya was one shape. Yeah, there wasn't. There's really nothing. You know, appealing about his shape. He just could. He could just beat the shit out of you. That's but what, that was how he did it. it you know, but it, it lackluster. I think would be it would be a great way to w- would be a great way to put it. Um, you know, but all in all, as as a card, you know, I and it's you know Scott Hall does the job, which you know, not surprised. You know. But it was a just a uh, a terrible German suplex with the with the with the clothesline. It was just hey yo. <laughs> it was just real, real botchy. Yeah. Um. So you know, they, but listen, I I can only imagine what Hall and Nash were getting paid to oh, go they're out probably there. on that Goldberg money, man. They probably yeah. spread some of that Goldberg money out. You know, but uh, that that's your card. That's Hustle Three. Um, the first time Turnbuckle Throwbacks ever did anything under twenty years old. Yeah, listen, I and I never really knew that about the twenty year. Uh, we never really enforced. It was it. like a, like an unspoken rule. Yeah, we we I you know when I first I know we're thinking about breaking it this year because of uh, TNA. TNA yeah, we're, we're starting some old teenage. Yeah. yeah, but I um I I did it, and when I when Choppy first came on to the show as as the co-host, I um I kind of said to him, I I, I don't want to I don't want to do anything too because he was at that time he was getting on the on the TNA shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. We and he had, we had a bunch of DVDs and whatever. He gave me a bunch of DVDs. He has he had a bunch of TNA footage, 
And I was backing it up on my hard drive. I'm like, all right, well, you know, maybe we'll do something. We never really entertained it because we always just jumped on the on the on the, on the, the anniversaries and whatever, yeah. whatever. And then I got more footage and shit, personal shit happened and whatever. But, um, yeah, we're gonna break the rule probably. It's like no big deal. Yeah, I mean, but this 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 was and like I said, especially now, I'd love to see. So now, like it's almost. And especially watching it, thanks to Phil, you know, I I, I want to see what Hustle Four is gonna. I I just want to see where it goes. We're probably gonna wind up doing all of them, and I and I and I found a site that has a lot of the like we could buy each one. I think they're like three dollars a piece. Or whatever. Oh yeah, the the IVP has the entire fucking uh, that's amazing set of uh of Hustle. That's amazing. And it was, did you know Jay's gonna? Next thing you know, Jay's gonna want to do SummerSlam. 2017 <laughs> dummy yeah he says that's a good dummy yeah 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 <laughs> um all right let's get the hell out of here man yeah brother and, and, uh, i'm sorry any other final thoughts no that, i i i loved it hustle I hustle put know, him to sleep that's yeah, it's, it's not fucking the, comes here for an hour falls asleep he, on my couch. uh no i i i love the card i love the fact that we did this um you know and like I said, it was the, it was the idea of it started with the Foley thing, but you know, and well, it started with all Japan. Yeah, but it but it's even like it's just you you don't need the commentary like the commentary like like Phil said like over was, the top. It was over the top, but it was when 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 the that's what I love about like watching old old Japanese stuff is that I I don't really need American commentary. No, I can I can listen. I could just watch the match for what it is, but to hear. The announcers get into it. Is it, it's it does fun, bring right? you into it? It so, does. It does. Like I said, I I think I think we're saying we're gonna try to do all of. Ja- I, we should name it all of Japan month. But all of Japan month. I think we. I think that's what we're, we're gonna finish right. out. Well, real quick, we're not gonna be live next week. Um, we're probably gonna have some stuff for you for an, an episode, but we're probably yeah. gonna record it. I'm uh, I'm actually stepping out for the evening. Jay's gonna go away for the weekend. So we're gonna be taking the week o- weekend off. It's getting warmer, and the world is starting to open up, and the uh, the females are getting a little uh, cabin fever. <laughs> I'm already get. I, I already got Broadway tickets for October. Oh, word up. Um, I already. I'm already working on getting concert tickets for uh for for her. She wants to go to a concert in AC. Mm-hmm. I want to see Megadeth. Yeah. Um, there's the world's opening up again, so it's like we're trying to like um. Make the most make of it. Make the most of it and you know, shit happens and hopefully we'll have Chobby back right after that. So yes. that's that's the plan. So uh we'll definitely have something for you though, regardless, yeah. uh, on on Friday. But we won't be live. Um so have you guys ever done the mass transit? Yes, I think we did. We don't have the footage, but we did we did talk about that though. So Well maybe I mean like I said, that's an idea now for um <clears throat> for for next week's show, maybe maybe we'll do you Jack and we'll maybe we'll try to do something new Jack and I, I was I matter of fact we can probably do um I was at the gangsters f- uh the first ECW appearance. They jumped public enemy. Uh-huh. I was at that match. So they fought Stevie Richards and Raven for the titles. And I believe I believe we see Rich's Raven. I think it was called Double Tables or something like that. I was at the arena. Maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a double throwback. We'll do East W and then we'll do a we could, we could do a double throwback. Right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get out of here. You guys all know the social media handles ProWrestlingTees.com slash Tumble Throwbacks. Um, yeah, you guys know where we are. We're very accessible. 
Um, just thank you for the chat room for hanging out with us tonight. Yes, thank absolutely. you for Hammer for the running. Now he's he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Hard work at school. Better not be. Yeah, but um, better not be pocketing in my wallet. That's what I'm saying, son. <laughs> anyway, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. Rest in peace, New Jack. Yes. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We won't we'll be won't be live, but you'll see us. So, say goodnight, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.